Hey, hey, dishes live from quarantine. It's Soap Dish Salem style with special guest star Michael the Maverick. Of course, we're going to introduce each and every one of our guest hosts this time because we have new viewers. Our viewers have went up, folks. First things first, Tony, how are you, darling? I'm good. How are you? I'm pretty great. Dylan, how are you? Hey, I'm doing good. How are you? Pretty great. Any better? I feel fine. I honestly could run to Mississippi and back, honestly. But Ariet, how are you? I'm good and excited to talk about days this week. How are you? I, I am too. This is this is a pretty decent week to discuss, actually. And last but not least, hey grandpa. <laughs> no, why? You were gonna start your bullshit early. <laughs> hey, motherfucker. <laughs> oh. Hi, everybody. <laughs> Keep that in, Orient, please. He's such a hater just because you didn't have your boost this morning. Anyway, <laughs> he's. Let's start off. We don't have any news this week, which is odd because we haven't had news in like two weeks. But, um, Honestly, this, all all the all they're doing is promoting what's currently airing. There's no actual news to drop right now. The story is the show. Yeah, thank God. That's a good thing because yeah. also, also, the, also the main. Subs. Have you guys noticed uh, how the main story is not particularly particularly spoiled? Like, there's no. They're not saying there, anything. Yeah which I am living for that. I love the surprise of everything. And usually I'm a spoiler whore. I love spoilers. But um, in this instance, I love being surprised. Same. Yeah, you call like, yourself a spoiler or just baby like <laughs> and, and you, I try to stay spoiler free, like a lot. And, but usually I will see little bitty things coming across the timeline. I haven't seen anything. Like everything is has been, I watch and that's how I figure out what's going on. I haven't seen any spoilers, and it's kind of refreshing. I'm not gonna lie, it's very refreshing. They need to go ahead and start doing like GH do and give us one spoiler, <laughs> one no. sentence spoiler. No, I, I keep saying you gotta stop. Dawn and Marlena eat. <laughs> right for that boring bland bullshit julie like, makes po- grits please paulina and please lonnie stop. talk because they did that's what they did this week like kate changed her draws <laughs> you know what <laughs> anyway let's, let's get to the show get, let's get into the weekly recap folks first days first abby goes to see gwen to apologize and gwen apologizes for blaming her for the miscarriage Y'all have it because I told y'all I wasn't talking about chatting no more. See, see, the thing is, a lot of people were pissed about this, but I view it as another layer that gets added onto the potential dramatic Sunday for when this all gets revealed. So I tolerated it because now that Abigail has come to her and basically groveled and said, Oh my God, I'm so sorry. Mm. When the eventual truth comes out, the full truth. It's she's gonna go nuclear, and I can't wait. What, here, the here, only thing, oh, I'm sorry. Do you want to go first, or should I? Well, it's, it's just a quick little statement. The only thing that will make up for 
everything that Gwen has done is if they tie her to the tree that's behind the Horton Town Square plaque and throw rocks at her. Do you, want, do you want Mar Devil to set it on fire? No, no, just throw rocks. Don't kill her, but seriously <laughs> injure her. See, the thing is with this, I love, love, love Abby. But like she I get why she had to apologize because she did want the baby dead and she did grab even if the baby didn't die or she didn't Gwen didn't lose the baby because of her she wanted the baby dead she grabbed Gwen at the like it's Abby's taking ownership, and I yeah. thought that was a good step for Abby. Like, even and it's not, I, it's not something we usually see. Which is, I thought she would better, yeah, than a lot of people would have. Because I honestly thought she was gonna walk in there with a balloon that says "It's aborted." Like, lost my shit. Now, granted, when she finds out the full truth, we'll see how all that goes but it was a good thing for Abby to apologize because even if I did agree with like Abby and I could sympathize I sympathize with her she kind of had to apologize for that part because we saw how this is won. yeah and this is the first time that Abby has done something and gone completely off the rails and doesn't really have a built-in excuse to back it like to 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 make it okay like she wasn't in the middle of a mental break she she wasn't suffering from did this was a hundred percent abby and the fact that abby abby did something and took ownership of it i was proud of her for that well she's it makes her it makes her rootable yeah i can care about her now but see, that's the thing that kind of takes me out of it, though, because all of the things that Abigail has done, she that thing she did with Austin McCary was not held accountable for. She, it's so many things that she has done, and it was kind of swept under the rug because she's Jack and Jennifer's daughter. But this time, she, I, I know she took it too far, but it makes sense as to why she you know did all of that so yeah i mean it's understandable where she was coming from but the part that she did have to apologize for was like wanting the baby dead See, I don't yeah think she had to apologize for that no she's in like she had to, to she's entitled I, to feel I don't how know. she feels she didn't she didn't I can understand why she point. felt she needed to apologize. Yeah, I think that she needed to own how she felt. I don't yeah. think that she needed to apologize for that. <laughs> I'm, I'm going to stand on that. I don't think that she owed her an apology for that at all. I, I um, kind of I think it was like... Especially considering that Gwen immediately did exactly what Abby said that she was going to do, which was use that baby as a weapon true but i mean the baby like wasn't i mean it's the baby i don't know i felt like the baby was and i don't think she necessarily wanted the baby dead i think she just didn't want it didn't she she didn't view the baby as a person yeah she viewed the baby as a problem 
as a problem. Exactly. Like she didn't want to unalive it. Or she didn't want to around. <laughs> right. no, actually, she did want to unalive it because yeah. she offered to drive she, one to the abortion, the, the abortion clinic. So yeah, that's why that's a messy ass shit right there. See, that's, that's, why, <laughs> yeah, that's why I feel like everybody is not Gabrielle Union. Everybody is not gonna raise your brain. Oh I said it and I'm uh-huh. <laughs> no, but like I, oh dear part, lord. I, I said it and I meant it. Everybody what did you say? Raise your break. Let's not, let's not, let's not repeat that. <laughs> Please. No, but I get what why Abby. Oh dear God, that that's not something. Yeah, Gabby said that if she were the person that she were today, she wouldn't have done that. Don't don't come from me. I'm just speaking the truth on this. It's the Lord's day. <laughs> You're gonna have to explain that to me off air because I don't get that reference. But okay. <laughs> I thought my I, chest. I thought that made sense for Abby to do because I I just I get where Abby was coming from and I love Abby like I will root for Abby but that part it was it looked good for her to own up to that like yeah like I I appreciate that she's owning her feelings and owning the part that she played in what she thinks happened. Um, And like, for me, from a performance standpoint, I liked the scenes because I think Marcy and Emily play really, really well off of each other. Yeah, it was compelling to watch. It was the strongest part of Wednesday's episode. Like, you could see both of their emotions because even though Gwen was lying through her teeth, when Abigail was like, I know that you probably loved your baby and her eyes welled up. Like you could, you could see it. There was like humanity and vulnerability. And like, I hate that they found common ground over deception. Like that just kind of kills me. Cause you, you can see like, had Gwen not come in with an agenda, their relationship could have been totally, totally different. And even if she wasn't holding the baby lie. Right. Yeah, it's just, and it's like for her to let Abby stand there and apologize mother to mother and tell her how guilty she feels and will always feel and express all of that regret and claim responsibility and not say anything. That's going to make it worse when the truth does come out. Yeah, like the the fallout for this needs to be spectacular. Much like Abigail in the past, I think Gwen is proving to be her own worst enemy. Uh Everything she wants, she's going to destroy it all all on her own. No one has to help her. Yeah. Ain't God good. (laughs) (laughs) Are y'all ready to move on to the next story? Yeah. Yeah. The Devereaux apologitor continues as Jack apologizes to Xander for how he treated him. Gwen comes to see Xander as Jack leaves, and Gwen and Xander discuss their feelings before having relations again. I'm going to say it. Like Janet Jackson said off the color girls, save your sorrows. I'm sick of everybody in this family apologizing. Jack kind of, Jack did kind of need to. Oh, okay. I get that. that. I get that, 
but stop doing things that you need to apologize for and we wouldn't be here. <laughs> that, that I will give you because every time he tried to open his mouth to slam Xander for hurting Gwen, I wanted to drop kick him in the face. I missed who Jack used to be. Like. Unfortunately, this is not uncommon for Jack. He'll have moments of good, of, of, of being the Jack that we love and the Jack that we recognize. And then there will be periods of time where they write him like a complete idiot and a buffoon. It has been that way I since know, 1991. I know. And still, unfortunately, we are, unfortunately, we are in our buffoon era. I, I, I prefer Jack the comedic buffoon, not the J- Jack who's a complete, like, idiot. Like, I, I'm sorry, but Xander and Gwen are dragging him down, especially Gwen. Uh, no, he's dragging himself down because he's making some dumb choices when it comes to his daughter. True. I think part of the problem is like now, when I said this months ago, Michael I said I was taking it too far. I think, like, I think the thing with Jack, I think a big part of the problem with him currently is he does not have that sounding board that he nope he doesn't have anything to anchor him yeah there's always been someone to kind of like snatch him back from the edge and be like now look isabella jen billy yeah right now now it's just steve and we all know he doesn't give the best advice at all so it's yeah Yeah. aren't y'all proud of me i even say that (laughs) (laughs) like i like jack and xander as friends but i feel like it's it's a very one-sided friendship it's jack supporting xander and not so much the other way around yeah i'm the thing is xander is xander so i think he feels like he's supporting him in his own misguided way oh yes but not in the (laughs) traditional like i'm having a problem let me let me tell you how like yeah especially when you just when you like put that up against like say the Abe John scenes that we got. Oh my god, those like awesome. that's how friendship <laughs> is supposed to work. Yeah. I don't this this is this this needs some more time to cook or I don't know what they're doing. It's just question. Do well, you want it to end after this story? Explodes? I think there's like I don't know how it doesn't because Xander's like on the one hand, yeah, he's coming through for one of his daughters, but He's Xander knows one's lies and kept them a secret. That's going to be a problem. But, but see, okay, going about what y'all were saying about the friendship being one-sided, I never saw it as that because, again, Jack is, what, almost 60? In his mm-hmm. 60s? Would you, as a 60-year-old man, as Xander Cook Kyriakis, who can barely pay his hotel room bill for genuine advice. <laughs> maybe not genuine advice, but maybe be a person he would vent a to. Listen, a listening ear. I, I mean, I get that, but... It, I, I can understand Jack it, not it, confiding in Xander about everything. Exactly. It gives older sibling versus misguided younger sibling vibe. I can be there for you, but you can't give me no advice. I done been there, done that. You know what I mean? <laughs> That's how it comes off. So I never got the one-sided thing, but I can see where y'all are coming this from. This friendship is giving me like a lot of these these characters who have been redeemed lately have had a friend who's quote-unquote good. 
So it's giving me the same type of vibe. Like they're using, for instance, Jack to be Xander's Jack and Xander friend. at least have a little bit of a history that that makes that make sense. Xander <laughs> took care of Jack. I in guess, Nashville, but so still, like they're using character. I think Xander and this Warner. wasn't and this wasn't actually um, a written plan. This was all Matthew Ashford. It's been said in multiple interviews uh, by Paul Telfer that in in the scene where Xander asks Jack for help with the ad for Sarah, that was supposed to be a lot more adversarial. But Matthew Ashford, while they were rehearsing, decided to pivot it because of the history that Jack and Xander have. And then the writers liked that dynamic so much they decided to keep writing to it. I don't know. It it makes sense because like jack was xander back in the day like he yeah no he was he's so like he he i think there's a a little bit of an element of he sees himself and he recognizes that maybe if xander had someone a little more supportive and a little bit more if i if i could be the person for him i wish somebody had i had yeah i wish i had let someone be for me yeah so like I can I can see it. I just wish I I do wish it didn't feel so weighted in one direction. But yeah, it, it kind of gives me like like when a villain has been redeemed and they need to have someone who is like good yeah. to make the redeemed character more viable. Like yeah but jack isn't no jack is a great character he's not really i know but currently he is supposed to be quote-unquote good um like for instance with Kristen and lonnie Kristen is already a viable character but for her to be seen as good they had lonnie for like ben and will will ben had already been redeemed but fans still struggle with him so they had will in that area like i i kind of struggle with these friendships because they're they've all been one-sided and that's how this friendship with xander and jack is coming across i, I i'm not feeling it i get the elements they're trying to convey with this friendship but it's not working and it's giving me the same type of feeling with, that i got with those other two friendships and it doesn't need to be done. Xander is like he could be a good character. Not a good person, but a good character, interesting character. They don't need to quote unquote redeem him. I don't think they are. I, they like, kind of have been. Not, they gave, no. They, they gave him, they made him he great. Liter- he literally Instead of him being a, a homicidal maniac, they made him. That he get like he has soft spots for certain people and certain experiences. Exactly. I'm yeah. sorry. Uh, he's good, redeemed, good redeemed characters don't say, "Hey, why don't you lie about being a prostitute?" Yeah, he's very much 1990 Jack. <laughs> like I'm not, is, I'm not saying like, he's completely like. I'm not saying he's a good person, but I'm saying it's something about them hoarding women, bro. <laughs> Yeah, they I, think, just kind of, I think they just kind of pulled Xander back from the edge and made yeah. him. Yeah, they, it, it, 
again, the love of a hoarding woman changed him into a good man. They, they, <laughs> human, they, human, they humanized ago, him. Yeah. yeah. Sander four years ago had kidnapped Nicole. Like, mm. yeah, shot Xander Brady. Was, Xander like, was a mustache twirling villain. Let's. He was really good at it. That's, but, what, that's the Xander I thought was more endearing. Yeah, but that's not viable. It's not, it's not, not viable long term. And if they want, they have to make him a little bit gray if they want to keep him on the show long term. Yeah, days have shown. Keeping Xander, keeping Xander a villain the way you want him to be would only ensure like six months of work for Paul Telford. Exactly. Mm. Because again, days have shown with Kristen Blake DeMera that a long term villain is not their forte. Not anymore. I don't, think, I don't think they ev- I don't think they ever have had long-term villains because even Stefano because even Stefano came, had to came give a and went he came and went a lot like the man probably has the most presumed deaths in soap history <laughs> yeah like he he came and went a lot yeah. because he was doing such crazy shit you couldn't just keep him on the show the and, mo- when and they when they finally reintroduced right. him yeah when they know. finally reintroduced him long term they really domesticated Stefano towards I'm- the end and they have to do that. I mean, look at Victor Kiriakis. Yeah. Now, I mean, Victor Kiriakis went from trying to kill his own son over Carly to comedically calling Chloe a tramp. But he also did just kidnap, have an orchestrated baby switch. So, like, he's still, <laughs> he's, but even, he's still even a mess. Still, even still, we know that was wrong. I'm not going to defend it. It was wrong, but still, I understood why he, he had did. a background of we get why he did it. Yeah. Like, like it wasn't just flat out evil. It wasn't no. him being flat out selfish either. Because anybody in their right mind wouldn't want their grandson with Kristen. Like just <laughs> but I, nor I put will their say, elderly wife in jail for it. <laughs> as much as the Jack Xander stuff did not, I, I, I was kind of like, okay, this is weird. I don't whatever. I was really intrigued by the Xander Gwen stuff this week. Me, like I loved their conversation I, this week. I've been saying it since they started. I said this if you give paul and emily the right material this could work Nick and i say that one to take a gander <laughs> <laughs> and i say that as a zara fan they have great chemistry they have a great dynamic they're two characters that make sense on paper yeah. you just have to and give them the right stuff so that's my mom said it when we were watching <laughs> she she said it they're basically the same yep yeah because her mom, her mom had drug had drug issues. His mom had oh. alcohol issues. Yep. And I, they both got a little Wayne teardrop tattoo. Shut up. <laughs> <laughs> so th- there's a lot for them to connect to, and I just this this scene was literally about them and their their feelings and their relationship history. It had nothing to do with Snyder or the lies that they're trying to. To, to keep track of it was literally just about their feelings and what motivates them and it was probably the most compelling they've been since the storyline kicked off yep it made both of them like actual people like they're flawed they're a mess but you can understand how they ended up the way they did yeah and you could just you're intrigued mm-hmm. to see the way it works out so like even if sarah's coming back i want to see gwen's reaction to that Oh, I'm yeah. Very, I'm and, so and then Xander has the, the then, anger she has at what what they believe Sarah did. And so could you imagine if she somehow finds out that Sarah is on I'm just going to assume based on the 
recent mentions on Mellison Island. Um, and she doesn't say anything. And then when Xander does find out and goes running, like we saw in the promo, like it's gonna be a mess. Yeah, like I, what I liked about those scenes was I feel like it it added some layers and perspective to Gwen as a character that we really needed and it also made that scene that we get in the promo where he's literally just leaving her in the wet spot to go chase after Sarah oh my god (laughs) (laughs) I'm not using that I'm not using that Mm -mm. nobody wants that at the title sorry that, that's worse than clam chowder because I would, I wouldn't again, even. I'm that. not wrong. I'm just. You're saying. not. That's something I would have said in a group message, not on the podcast. Oh my god! Why did I drink that water like, right it now? It makes that scene hit that much harder because she just told him about how she's always second choice, second best, mm. always left, and here he goes. But so was he. I mean. Not only was his mother an alcoholic, but you also forget the Kiriakis was acting like, I don't know that man. That's uh, that's June Bud child. He had outside the family. We don't know him. But, <laughs> so it's like, I don't know. Like, part of me feels like they're setting her up to have everything that she she's wanted and then lose it all and just yeah. go full on scheming bitch. And I, I would be here for that. Last November sweeps was Gwen winning. This November sweeps, I feel like, is going to be Gwen losing. I, I wouldn't mind it. Oh, and I, I would love to see Emily O'Brien play it. But this is a nice conversation, though. Like, I almost <laughs> forgot that Brandy, I mean, Maggie, ran them folks off the road. You called them Brandy. <laughs> You're terrible. You're going straight down. <laughs> oh, I've always said, don't, Brandy can't drive jokes. <laughs> I will not see the game because I hop every time. Anyway, <laughs> I'm laughing just thinking about what now. Anyways, uh, <laughs> after getting to another fight with Ava, Jake and Gabby attempt to move back into the Demera mansion, and surprise, EJ has the deed. So <laughs> he kicks Gabby out, and she has to go around the I loved this so much. I have been wanting EJ to pull that house out from under her grasp since he showed up back in June. And it took us three months, but we finally got here and I screamed. Listen, I I lost my shit. And I think I was at work. (laughs) I wasn't supposed to be watching. So I was like, oh, and I gasped. They were like, what's up? I was like, what's wrong? It was, it was like, I was like, um, nothing. I was, like, it's just, I was trying to play it off. I was so happy because I got tired. Because the thing is, it was weird because Gabby owning the house, she wasn't lording it over anybody. It made no sense for who Gabby was that she was following Jake around town. Who I stopped care. I stopped caring that she owned the house the minute she chose to left. She chose to leave that house. Yeah, I'm like you. Yeah. He barely has a job. Why even are you though I really like, even though I really liked her owning the house because again she was giving Monica Quartermain. It's my house. Stephen gave it to me. Well, now she why she left? Near. 
she wasn't no. nowhere near Monica because Monica married the Quartermain that mattered. <laughs> well, no, no, no. the Quartermain that mattered is Tracy. If we're being honest, but this no, because it was always the Quarter, Alan. The Quartermain that mattered was Alan because he's the reason the Quartermains exist. We can. Just, and not only that, he was that. always the heir apparent. <laughs> yeah, he was always the favorite. That, now that, I'll give y'all that one. I'll give y'all that. But one. yeah, but, Stefan leaving that house to Gabby made sense in story, but for someone to let her keep it, especially yeah. EJ DeMera, made no sense. Well, like, see, I, I, I didn't know. mind that, but when she left, it, it was just like, why do, did you leave your house? Because <laughs> I would have had Harold 99, exactly. I would have had Harold 99 year old behind packing everybody bags. Um. Like, <laughs> And that's what got her in trouble because that's what she tried to do. She started putting chat out and she was like, Yo ass is next. He like, Well, not so fast. Um, it's like, tell Jad to take his bags upstairs. I got this D. Yo ass can go. <laughs> like, I was confused that Tony never just bought the bank. Cause Tony don't care that much. And then I remembered that Tony don't want to do number stir shit. He, not, he really yeah. don't want to get involved. No, in he doesn't. Drama. Like I said, but- and beyond Salem, Tony <laughs> is just there to be tan and sharp them veneers. That's it. I want to backtrack a little to before EJ um pull pull the pull the deed out. Like when when Gabby went to throw um. Chad out of the house because she was fine with Abby and the kids staying there and and she she was about to throw Chad out of the house I did low-key kind of cheer and then Chad like and Chad was like like I could just throw you out of the house and I'm like bitch it's her house like if you don't want to live in Gabby's house fucking move I I I kind of like that and Chad was like I'm not gonna argue I'm gonna get it back somehow and then I like I kind of wanted it to stay that way that Chad had to move out, but I didn't mind EJ getting it back. All he has to do is piss EJ off, and EJ will put him out anyway. So. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But or he, he, he doesn't want to live in the same, you know. You could appreciate that Gabby had enough heart same. to where she wasn't going to throw those kids and Abigail out. She just wanted Chad. <laughs> <laughs> Which honestly is a mood, to be honest. Which I get, but I'm loving this, like, friend. We're not really friends, but we cool. Like, the early stages of Kendall and Greenlee before it went, like, 24-7 besties. They're basically friends. We ain't going out for drinks, but we could. You good in my book. I mean, we can talk. We can confide in each other sometimes. Not all, but some. (laughs) But (laughs) the way she kept dragging, like, when, um, like, she's like, I told like she she said to Abby like I told you you didn't have to leave and Abby's like but you were about to kick my husband out and she goes and you don't want him anyway. <laughs> she didn't lie. I mean, <laughs> but the thing is that the, the, I, I'm glad that we have someone who is not going to let Chad forget that he's a terrible husband. So yeah, I, I was all for that. He's hey, a I, was thir- I was thoroughly entertained. Well, yeah, I'm, me just, too. I'm just happy like, EJ got the house back. Yeah. She's but, like, listen, y'all already sleep in separate bedrooms. Now you'll just be sleeping in separate houses, houses. on different sides of town. It's fine. <laughs> it's no big deal. And, and the thing is, I was still kind of rooting for Gabby in a way because she wasn't lying. She, yeah, she in those scenes, no I was 100% rooting for Gabby. 
And then EJ, the minute EJ said, well, this is going to be more fun than it I anticipated, I was like, yes, here we go. <laughs> he threw that briefcase down. I lost right. my mind. <laughs> what took me out from the, those scenes was Gabby and Jake moving back and back and forth between the houses. Oh, yeah, see, yeah. that was so... That pissed me off. Did Stefan not leave her in the money? He left her the house. He left but her he the did, house. But no coin to buy another house. <laughs> Like it's weird that she didn't even sell the house and get money that way. It, like, and my thing was like, we literally three months ago were in this exact same place. She left the house, and then now three months later, we're circling back because she was pissed off at Ava. So we literally went around in a giant circle, my, my wasted three is, months. Really, really I, evident that they don't know what to write for Gabby and Jake, and that at all. At, at all, all. because literally. they were like back and forth, and I was like, "What the fuck is?" Go-? I mean, I like literally the scene. all they do is stupidly scheme against Titan, which makes no sense, or have celebrations. We'll talk about everywhere. that later. But, but, but here's does my it thing. make sense though about that whole situation? Is Gabby only left her home for Jake because Jake was like, "I," because she offered to throw them out. I right. remember this. She offered to throw them out, and he was like, "I don't want to live under this roof. I don't want any." Okay. Okay, sir. Now all of a sudden you can live under the roof. Like yeah, that yeah. pissed me off. I was about to be really, really pissed off. I mean, except for the fact that we only we we did this to allow for the scene with EJ. Yeah, which part. I was it like, felt, it, it was felt. Just weird. Like, okay. Well, here's my thing. Well, now is Gabby Sheik not selling any units at all? Because <laughs> Gabby don't have no kind of money. What what's going on? Because I remember. When Billy first started, Countess Willie. Well, she has enough money to not want to live with the rejects of Salem and uh, at the no, Salem Inn. <laughs> she dragged the Salem Inn. No, I don't think she's broke. I think she just. Get I, think, I think she she's just enjoyed selective. the fact that she. I think she just enjoyed the fact that she could go, come and go as she pleased. It's like, because she ain't got to worry about uprooting Ariana. She can go to her family home, or she can go to the house that her husband left her. The mansion that her, her husband left her. Okay. Oh, I, I mean, I get it, but they playing Gabby like she just can't get a house. Because, she <laughs> because she I she's recall, just choosing not to. I recall when Billy first started Countess Willie. <laughs> Countess Wilhelmina. That's what I said. Anyways, <laughs> when she first started Countess Willie, Billy was rolling in the dough. So I don't understand how Gabby Sheep been going on what five, six years, and Gabby literally has nothing to show for it. Not, literally nothing. Well, I think Demera makes most of the profit. Uh, Titan rather makes most of the profit off of Gabby Sheik. So who knows how much money she actually sees? Most again, of the profits would go into Titan. Again, is she not selling any units? <laughs> Because if they were flying out the shell, she would still be making a pretty nice little coin. So, but it could also be the fact that she does have money. She's just choosy on how she wants to spend it. But then again, they still got Kate working, and they made it clear that Kate got all the coins. She all about the business, and they still got her working at seventy five. Because she likes to work, even though she ain't seventy five. Y'all know I like to over exaggerate ages. <laughs> I will say this though. I hope uh, we probably it probably won't happen, but I do hope that they redecorate that mansion because it was very much Gabby's taste. Yeah, they're not and going. Now to it needs. To- this is a brand new set that's not like not even like 
it's literally only like six months old. Yeah, I, yeah, don't see, do I don't see. I don't see them revamping it so to, soon. By the time they'll probably wait, probably a few years to do it. And when they do it, they're going to mention, "Always hated what Gabby did to the Sam yeah, House." Something because that <laughs> yeah. is. Honestly, I, I, I think all I think all the money the is portrait. mainly going to go to the like to the possession story that they're not really going to be worrying about. Change the portrait to who, sir? EJ. No, no, <laughs> they're never going to do that. The they have that always portrait to that, that has to be Stefano. Well, see, it's I always... like when they changed it to Sammy and Kate. Best, they... but this is this that is a way messy. to honor <laughs> that was that messy. messy. <laughs> and Joseph Muscolo was still alive then. This is a way to honor Joseph Muscolo. They are not changing that portrait because when they put their Sammy and Kate portrait up, I remember yelling, I know that's right. <laughs> <laughs> that was entertaining. Yeah, but, that was but, very but we but don't Joseph, need this to become like the Stephanie, the Stephanie Forrest portrait. Imagine Gabby, like, she was like, okay, you can have the house. But, but the then portrait. again, like the Stephanie Forrest portrait, you can't take that down and just put anybody up there. Like, they, they do, though. They do. <laughs> they do. They do. And, and what do we do every time? We drag oh it. God, we so drag funny. Bill Bell. They just need to put up a nice family photo over that mantle. No, 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 no. Because we just got rid of Steffi and what's his name? Portrait. (laughs) No, no more family portraits for a minute. Anyways, back today. See, to me, the only person who should be hanging on that wall is the one who has married all the Foresters, Brooke Logan Forrester. But Okay, uh, we've diverted into Bold and the Beautiful. <laughs> Nobody cares about Bold and the Beautiful. Let's head over back okay, to Salem, let, Let's go back. Okay, so, since we went from the Bold and the Beautiful, let's go back to the Bold and the Gotti and talk about that awful, oh. horrid <laughs> decoration of the Demerit Mansion. And you want to is- talk about awful and horrid decoration? You, you mean the Kyriakis Mansion. I, no. That's you not horrid. Gonna... It's just the size of a garage. <laughs> it's every ugly, ugly. With every ugly thing thrown in there you could possibly imagine. The it may not be your taste, but the Demara Mansion is so much better than the Kiriakis Mansion, and I will hear no arguments to the contrary. Again, the bold and the gaudy, and that is our podcast title. <laughs> <laughs> we shall see about that. Yeah, because it might get worse later on. Oh, but, God. but yeah. I, I didn't. I don't like that gaudy furniture they got in there. It was not nice to my eyes. But we're going to move on to the next story. What is the next story? Oh yes, cooking Carla Corinthos over here is Jake and Gabby plotting against Philip and tells him in exchange that she wants a job at Titan. That's after we find out that Doug cussed, well, Double Doug cussed her out when she asked for a job. That was hilarious. I wanted to see that so bad. Uh, well, I want to say this first off. When Victor finds out, thank God, first off, we're, we're going to take a moment. Thank you, Rachel Green, for allowing your daddy to come back because it was so refreshing. Thank yeah, you, I, Jennifer I forgot Anderson. he was coming back. It was nice. Thank you, Jennifer Aniston, because we know you've been alleying to get him off this set for 10 years now. And I get it. I get it. But Steve, I thank you for letting him come back. Back to the story. Victor well, you could have gonna... waited a second to because that's gonna be our next story once you we get over this over... blip. Maybe Victor we... is gonna have his 35th stroke if he finds out that Philip hired Ava. 
but after he just after he just went back and forth we'll talk about this later after he just went back and forth with Brayda on how he's gonna keep Philip in the position and blah 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 and then he goes and make a choice like this well he didn't actually say yes I don't think did he no he didn't he alluded it it came off as a very strong maybe but y'all know Philip Philip But I loved it, and I loved the, the reveal of the fact that Ava heard them talking. Yeah, because Jake, because Jake yeah. and Gabby were once again gloating in the kitchen, having the same, you know, having the same conversation over and over again, same song, second verse, sing it over and only gets worse. <laughs> I'm trying but, to laugh now. Glad Philip found out before, same. like they. I was yeah. So, oh, thank you, note. shift. Thank you. Because <laughs> this is Philip Kiriakis. Yeah, and, and we'll talk about that more when we get to the next thing. But like uh, the way they use the flashback, because usually flashbacks to early, like earlier within the episode, annoy the ever-loving fuck out of me. But in this case, it was just something we did not see, and it was a brilliant way to reveal that she heard Jake and Jake and Gabby talking. Yeah. Like that I- was a moment where I went, "Oh, that's amazing! This just got interesting." I'm curious, though, what he will... I don't remember exactly what he said he would do because he said Gabby Chic is profitable. And yeah, like, he can't really fire Gabby because Gabby Chic is profitable for Titan. Why so can't he I, fire her? Because it's profitable. Because, because but he can fire her and keep the company. True, but... True, I, don't, but I, I, think, I think there's something is, in the contract that would he might do prevent that? that. Yeah, like in the contract, I remember this because I'm like, I remember saying, "Wow, that was a really good deal." She should have became a lawyer, but because <laughs> she got she got screwed the last time. Because yeah, I mean, oh yeah, that was a big deal when she went over to Titan. So yeah, so when she went to Titan, she literally said, "Okay, you have Gabby Chic as long as I am here. If you get rid of me or I decide to leave, Gabby Chic comes with me." And Philip and Xander agreed. And. It's kind of interesting, like, so far now that he's found out, he still hasn't done anything, like, towards Gabby. We'll see if he does, or maybe kind of does because of the promo. But, like, it's, oh, I'm sorry. Better, he was a better friend to her than she was to him. Yeah. Yeah. I will say this. It's crazy to me how I enjoy the smaller subsidiaries of the business storylines, but can't stand the overall of them because days always succeeded at doing the smaller companies gabby chic is another version of countess wilhelmina days is in the and i did enjoy countess really that's (laughs) (laughs) that you know it it harkens back to something they were good at days can do the from the ground up building your business out of nothing stories it's just the big conglomerate stories especially when they were never really a big conglomerate to begin with hello demera enterprises it makes it really hard to root for but things that like basic my biscuits but every time we saw <laughs> we saw basic black be built we saw gabby chic be built and it's similar to what days has been successful in doing in the past like I, it's crazy because i love watching basic black i love watching gabby chic it's when you talk damara enterprises and titan as a whole i do not care Titan, i can deal with because we again saw titan being born 
and Titan is has always been Victor's legacy. So that is in history. They just play Ring Around the Rosie with the CEOs too many times for me to give a damn. And, and you know what's crazy? I was going to say this earlier. Why is the CEO position the only one that people fight for? They do not have COOs, vice president, of mar- <laughs> vice president of marketing, no, no, nothing. It, it seemed like it, it, the Skiriakis family is relatively small. Yeah, they oversimplified yeah. it when they didn't need to because they used to like. There, there's a whole there's a whole thing going on in Days ninety six right now where we're watching. Uh, like Kate was gonna give Lucas the vice president position, but then took it away and gave it to Carrie. Like, like what I, I want to know, like, is there is the CEO the only one in the building working? Why is all <laughs> these people fighting for this one spot when you're a conglomerate? Like, be, why couldn't Sunday be a COO? Why couldn't Brady be the CFO? Why? Well, Brady don't need to go anywhere anytime. Nowhere near, but in, you get no, what I'm trying or, to say. Nowhere near the Kyriakis, to be honest. Brady Black over Brady Kyriakis all day, every day, and twice on Sunday. Like you get what I'm trying to say, like, and they do it with Demera too. Yeah, the only position okay, that and matters. The, and the Demera thing annoys me too, because I like in the fact that Demera Enterprises answers to a board and to the likes of Mr. Shin. Uh, Who the fuck honestly, is Mr. Shin, and why the fuck should we care? That the fact quite that they have a board implies that they're a publicly Shin traded company. Why into the CEO right? role and put us all out of our misery? Yeah, they need to do something with Shin, but I don't see it happening. Like the thing with the Demera, Demera having a board—that means it's a publicly traded company. You mean to tell me the one of the biggest criminals on the planet <laughs> has a Hello? multi-billion-dollar conglomerate that other people from other countries invest in? That's because Ken was watching the Young and the Restless one day <laughs> and said, I want to do that. I want to make Victor Kiriakis Victor Newman. <laughs> and we've been miserable ever since, Lord. Mm-mm-mm. Pity and a shame. But anyways, back to the story at hand. I'm glad this is coming to an end. Oh, I'm sorry. I was going to say, I liked it. I, I like the vibe that I'm getting with Philip and Ava. Yeah, and I hope they keep building on it. I'm just tired. Yes, please. I'm just tired of Jake and Gabby being written as Boris and Natasha. Like, <laughs> I'll get you. You could have that sentence you. on Jake and Gabby, and it would have been completely fine. Like, uh, like I'm <laughs> <laughs> like I'm I'm tired. Damn, Tony. <laughs> like I'm I'm literally sitting tired of her. I'll get you, Squirrel and Moose. I'm tired. I Literally the same thing over and over again. They talk about their plan for Titan. They cheer because they think they're winning, and then they go home to have sex. Like mm-hmm. it's literally all they do. If you don't know what to do with them, break them up and try again later. Thank you. Or don't so, try again at all. Well, no, because because again, Jake and Gabby had heat when she left the first time, and then when she came back and they tried to make Kate angst for them. It lost momentum. And I've always been saying what they need to do is get Gabby and Jake back together the only and then thing break now, them up. The only thing now that could essentially do it is if, and we know they're bringing up Jake's um, mob history, oh, let that be angst for them in the sense that 
Gabby is anti-mob because the mob is a reason that she had to leave in the first place. But at the same, see, are y'all gonna make her Alexis Davis? Because if that's what y'all gonna do, I'm just gonna have to go on here flat, like fast forward. That. I still because don't... to this day, I still can't stand Alexis Davis because of her no mobs era. Knowing good and where she can lay down with every mobster on the Easter Seaborn. <laughs> yeah, but, but Gabby's never like Gabby. But your daddy. <laughs> no, yeah, I was gone. That, he was gone. She, she had no choice in that. She Her father no was gone. That. Gabby was gone. Like Eduardo was gone for ninety five percent of Gabby's life. Gabby had no say in the matter and gabby has no relationship with her father to the point that when her father came home and said you need to leave she said go away <laughs> she did say get, get yeah. your shit and go sir <laughs> i was so your interested. argument literally makes no sense <laughs> I, I hope that ava exposing their stupid plan is the end of it yeah. and just move on to something else define jake as a character not as jake in a couple Tell us who he is as a character, as a person. Give us something to invest in with him and make us care that he's with Gabby. I still don't give think Gabby he... her brain back. We could be good. I don't think anything will make me care for Jake, to be honest. I don't either, but I'm willing to. <laughs> I'm willing to try. No, because I like they at try. First. So I mean, do better by them and maybe you will get me back as a jabby fan again but as of right now gabriella jabby is gg and gabby i'm so sick of these fucking squish names (laughs) i mean that's that's they now that's the podcast title (laughs) (laughs) what's interesting for me is that like i am enjoying the chemistry with them with other people more than I am with them with each other same like Ava and Gabby going toe-to-toe was like fun for me I'd like to see more of that weirdly yeah and it's their chemistry with Ava actually yeah Jake and Ava are intriguing to me I would like to see more of that Gabby should fuck trip just to piss Ava off no (laughs) Mm -mm. (laughs) why not Mm-mm. Trip's about to be Ooh. out of a girlfriend anyway. <laughs> I mean, that's literally the only other listen. We know that Gabby know how to season her tamales. We don't need season less in her vibe. No, 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 no. no. <laughs> I'm, I'm, I'm good. I'm so good. I'm good on this MLK Boulevard. Leave her be before we, we do good. that. <laughs> Anyway, yeah. Yes. Because <laughs> I almost had a conniption. Uh-uh. <laughs> Anyways, Philip and Chloe go on a really sweet date while Brady talks to Victor about Philip. Victor wants Brady to take Chloe away from Philip, and Chloe comes in before he can respond. Brady says he was never going to try that, and Chloe finds out why he really was there to drag him. Wait. When Chloe finds out why Brady was really there, she drags him for his recent behavior. After talking to Ava, Philip admits he was wrong and apologizes to Brady. This was a nice day and a few episodes for Philip. Mm. He's growing as a person. Yeah. I actually now, cared about him and Chloe for once. Like they're playing into their chemistry and their history. Those flashbacks made me before. scream. Yeah. They're they're also- I squealed like a little girl <laughs> when I saw the flashbacks because I loved Philip and Chloe back then. 
I screamed when he pulled out that ad. Giving, <laughs> they're finally giving us reasons to see why Chloe like, should she, be torn. Yeah, because we it was really one sided, and I'm I'm gonna say it like it, it's starting to look better the storyline i hope it continues this way but yeah it was a really two good episodes for philip now see this is before my time did they really have philip out there with their ass like he was john crawford in the rose garden this i think that scene that was around christmas and he did that around christmas Mm. Yeah, because he was at the party with uh, Sean Bell, Mimi, at the, I don't remember, that dorm. And he was outside and seeing, like, Brady and Chloe. And they. And he said, don't fuck with me, fella. <laughs> no, but, like, he overheard their conversation and then he went out to cut down the tree. Because well, I went from zero. No, to but se- that was right. 700. Before- that was right before Philip's exit in 2002 uh, when he cut down the tree because he was, Jay was leaving. So, but yeah. Was uh, that 2002 or was it 2003? Which one? 2003. That was 2003. I just watched that. Like no, his what are his, no, his exit was in 2002. No, he, no he it left. wasn't. It, it was, was 2003. 2003. It was 2003. He left December 25th, 2002. Just he, left, he left okay. in December 2002. He left before. Okay, so- it was 2002 because mm-hmm. it was Christmas. I'm going to take my L. He left on Christmas Day, yeah. Yeah, it was Christmas. And then um, Kyle Brand took over in And he came April? back in 2003. 2003. That's yeah. why I'm, okay. Yeah. But yeah, so uh, I mean, everything about his scenes, those two days were great. I loved the flashback and the picnic. It was great use of history without, I would say, relying too much on it. But also, like, I felt like it is a good, it was a good way. And it, it was the first time Chloe actually felt like she wanted to be with Philip. Philip it didn't, yeah. this really it didn't came across like was... as someone stepping in and saying, you know what? This story is one-sided. Fix it. Because <laughs> No, but I, I'm just saying. Uh, mm, mm-hmm. I didn't get... I, I, I didn't either. No, I kind of because it was kind of a shift because all the way up to now, like Philip and Chloe have gotten basically no moments together, nothing where Brady, it actually feels basically. like she she wants to be with him. We got that today. Whenever we it, got moments with Chloe, most of them, like before the shift, most of them had Brady interrupt them, or or even the pub scene where he. Or they were him. about, or they were about Brady. Yes. And yeah. like, this was about the pub, them. Brady like told him to not even go go to his own girlfriend. So yeah, most of the scenes were either about Brady or Brady interrupting them. Or oh hot damn. Oops, my bad. What? So <laughs> what I'm, sorry, I was, I'm this, sorry, I was checking the Raider score. My bad. This really <laughs> felt like they're they're gonna try with this triangle, hopefully. I 
Like, I just, like, for me, I don't even, like, what, I, I feel like it definitely built on their history and their chemistry and gave us a nostalgic feels. Seeing why, you know, Chloe is so, like, committed to trying with Philip. Because, like, I do agree that this is the first time that they've actually tried to balance that and do that. I just don't think that anyone really stepped in and was like, oh, this is so one-sided. Because to me, it's just building it up to knock it down. Because I don't see the I don't see the end result change. I don't see anything in the end result. I'm pretty sure is still going to be Brady and Chloe. Yeah, so it's like I don't see that changing. So. I can see it changing. Uh, uh, I, I say know. this with knowledge from both of the actors. Yeah, you know, that's what I'm saying. We 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 they can always jump back and forth things. though. That the thing is, the we'll, we'll, we'll see if they're gonna play it as a real triangle that goes on for years. I can see them going back and forth because honestly to me it would be kind of boring with the same in game if I'm going to be honest well then prepare to be bored because I, I'm truly. just saying I, but I, back I know, to the I, scenes I, I'm itself. just letting you know that just based on just based on what I've what I've heard from both Nadia and Eric it seems like Brady and Chloe are where it's going in the next couple of months like come october november i feel like we are going to be shifting back to brady and chloe well see here's the thing i still felt it was one-sided mainly because i didn't feel anything for those things i'm like i said last week i've never been a big fall fan it, flowy flowy yeah flowy oh, fall flowy same thing again <laughs> these fucking shit names anyway, <laughs> <Or> <laughs> anyways it, it's not like my dislike for Carrie and Austin where I just do not like them it's more of a they're not my cup of tea but mm-hmm. I get why people like them so I'm not gonna rag anybody for liking them because I, I see it every now and then what I, I go ahead I just, I don't get it. When I do get it, it's usually via Ariette. <laughs> like when she's talking about it, then I'll be like, oh, okay, I see where people are coming from with that. What I think they should do, and I think I've said this here before, is rewrite Parker's paternity. They need to do that, like get them to a good place. And then for because whatever then, reason, if she goes back to Brady for whatever reason, rewrite Parker's paternity because he's sick. Get or him because sick. maybe Kristen does something because we know Kristen's coming back in the next couple months. The only reason I can see them going with that is to have Kristen go with Bowie is to have Kristen show up and mess with them. Which would, Kristen? Kristen, Kristen. Mm. No, because <laughs> Eileen was see, only for Beyonce. Stacy still has the job, and they mm. want uh, Broly together for that reason. But again, I can see, like, like I would say, like, get um, Parker sick. Have it come out that um, Park Philip is really his father, 
and no one else he needs a some type of a bone marrow transplant or whatever and no one else is a match so philip has to go looking for tyler it's it's basically chloe it's basically chloe finding out craig was her father it's yeah, a retelling so philip of, has, yeah, yeah philip has to go looking for tyler and then you make him the victor in this situation he's playing his sons against each other not intentionally but he just doesn't know how to be a father that doesn't put his kids against each other i want to see that that would be fun to watch and i want tyler if tyler ever comes back i want tyler to be pissed at philip because tyler chose to give him up because tyler didn't want it because philip didn't want to raise him yep that would the fact that and you go looking for him because you the son you actually want is sick that's a mess but i would love to watch it (laughs) well um as for the brady as for the Brady Chloe part of it, um, good for I, Chloe, good for yeah. Chloe. Thank yeah. you, hallelujah. Dragged. You dragged <laughs> no, she dragged his fucking judgmental ass and told him to have several seats. Thank you. I've been also, waiting. Vic- Victor ain't shit. <laughs> but he ain't never been shit. He no. never has. I mean, but, but the fact that Chloe walked in on the conversation. I was very happy because. The funny part was, just like an old person, as soon as somebody walked in, he went mute. Shit, couldn't <laughs> say a thing. He dragged her to her face. Yeah, true. No, he did. He did. Yeah, he true. Did. But no. Yeah, he did. I mean, Victor, Victor is. Victor is classic old people. They gonna stand in their shit ten toes down. But if you hear it, you hear it. But at the same time, he's if you younger. hear it, you hear it. They don't care. They they old, and you ain't gonna meet them in the streets. So, like, they don't, see, that's, that's how I know the Lord ain't done don't. with me yet. That's how I know the Lord ain't done with me yet. Cause you Lord knows, your citizen, sir. Oh, I would have took uh, Stella to the grass if I was gonna be there. Wrong show, sir. I know. I'm. I'm just saying. If I was on GH, but it's like it, it's like me and uh, Stella would have been knocking teeth out of each other. Like it's been twenty years. He has been dragging Chloe to the depths to Victor Brady. Chloe, actually, he what, anybody who will Melody. I literally just watched. I, it hasn't actually show been twenty years. It's been since her Bra- since since Bra- they recast Brady with Eric Marstoff in two thousand eight. Victor gone Victor at the end yeah. of the day, and yeah. I was glad to see it because. Even though I do wish they would have had that bowl of tomatoes, like I suggested, <laughs> but it was it was good to see Rachel Daddy back. Oh, well, not yeah. Rachel Blake, Rachel Greens. Because did you they know. did they announce his air date? I don't no, think we we knew it was coming just because of we knew that Brady was going to talk to Victor because that was a spoiler, but we weren't one hundred percent sure we were going to see him until we saw the SOG spoiler pick. I kind of wish we got him around for better circumstances because, yeah, I, this is Victor. I get it, but it's not really fun to watch him this way. I know that's who he is, but I honestly don't care for it, and I'm not going to talk about what what he said to Brady and Brady didn't do because I've already said it but uh, I just wish we could do something else with Victor that, but that is unfortunately what Victor is known for now that's not changing yeah but it's uh, I, I, I don't know what to say it just it and just, you also have to keep in mind you have time constraints you don't have him for yeah 
but like he can do something else such as like what the man can't move he's literally going to sit in a chair he can still sit there and do what i wish they would give him a motorized chair That would be funny. I'm sorry. That would be funny. <laughs> well, you, could you imagine yeah. running, trying to run Chloe? <laughs> That's my point, though. He'd still be doing exactly. Like no, even if Chloe like, walked off, you doing? want you want him involved in other stories? No, just something else that rather than him just like slut shaming or. Like... But he's been Victor for years. Though. Yeah, but it's not. He's been gone for months and he returns. Yes, to but just... Victor's been like this for over a decade. It's not going to change in six but it's months. it's fun to watch. For you, maybe, but it's fun for... It's I fun mean... to me. Mm, I get... <laughs> he says the things that I can't say when... anymore. <laughs> I mean... Because I know he... it's wrong, but... I like some of his jokes, like, but... <laughs> Especially <laughs> what he said, like... Brady can't go lower than Chloe so she can crawl on the earth. I don't know the exact quote. Yeah, okay, she's I like, Chris, Kristen lowered the bar to the floor I so do. Chloe could crawl over it and be slightly, I don't be slightly better. But my but thing I'm, is, you can't complain about Victor if you laughed at, did anybody order a hooker? I'm not- I, <laughs> I mean, yeah, I, mean, I, I get it. it. I get who Victor is, but I'm, I, I don't mind his jokes. I just don't care for him sitting in a chair and calling people tramp like you can still have jokes and whatnot when he we have so little time with um john as victor like do something more useful he sat there and called her a tramp the entire episode basically and but, then but- he had that fun joke in the next episode that was fun the first one was not so that's what i'm saying you can still have him do that still but have him be an st- ass he was still shaming but, women at the same right, time so it's like okay 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 i think the issue the is it's the same like thing chloe but so you didn't way. like that he was calling her out had he said any of these things about eve i don't think we'll be having this conversation no it's it's not that I just feel is it like, the tramp thing? Like if he had said any, if he had said if he had called her a bitch, would that have been better, or was it just the fact that he called her a tramp? I think and that's old people mentality because again, oh, you didn't like that. I, think I it's can go question. worse. Is it the fact that that's all they have him do? Yeah, I think personally, it would be better if they had. For oh, okay, example, God more. help me for saying this, but the man got one foot on God's front porch. He is well, how old is he? Eighty. No, but eighty-four. He's eighty-four. It's a miracle that he comes, that he still wants to go to work and that he still comes. If they want to sit here and have that old man sit down and berate Chloe, Kristen, Eve, any woman that comes in, I'm going to take that for what it is. No, but here, here it is. Here's Well, then again, he was walking around <laughs> still doing it. So I, for me, this has been a thing for 20 years now. I don't mind it being a thing. I just you want more is what you're saying i want more or like something to balance it out okay i see what you're saying because if that's all there all there is to victor i really don't care to watch his scenes because i've liked with victor i know he's a messy like really messy character and that i don't mind that and and again this goes back to he's 84 what more really can he do true but there's ways of doing it now. That- and, and that on top of Maggie still being gone, it's really not much 
Well, Ooh. Maggie's going to be coming back yeah. soon. Thank God, because I miss my Aunt Maggie. But I did laugh at, at his joke. <laughs> all we needed was the tomatoes. That's all I'm saying. Oh, my God. Uh, next story, y'all. After talking about the tour guide, what the tour guide said at Oak Alley about the past never stand buried, Ben admits it resonated with him because of his past. Ben is finally able to tell Sierra the real reason he has been hesitant to have a baby. Okay, okay, give me one second, y'all. Because due to new podcast rules, I have to speak on sin now because I made a decision and Chabby... Well, sin was the lesser evil compared to Chabby. So I'm going to speak on it and then I'm going to shut my mouth. Beautiful gowns. Um, great gowns. Um, the sets was lovely. Beautiful lighting. Um, Victoria Connifal's <laughs> hair was so beautiful. You're and annoying. that's how I feel about this story. Thank you. Good night. Okay. Well, I will jump in here and I will say I really loved this entire conversation. Um, I just loved how open and honest they were and how real the conversation felt. And I love that Ben was nervous to tell her that he was that, you know, the real reason behind why he wasn't ready to have a child. But I just love the fact that he took the chance and he told her, even though he was afraid he was going to hurt her. And I love the fact that like when he brought up his past too, like she was there to support him and like anchor him as he was saying these things. And she's like, but you, you are more than just your past. You are working to get, you know, to get beyond your past. And you have to remember the good things too. And I loved that. And I just, the conversation was very real for me. And it was one of my favorite moments of the week. I watched the scenes. Um, I, when, when they first started talking about it, <laughs> I'm, like, I'm sorry. <laughs> it just like when I first started talking about even discussing a baby, I'm like, this isn't going to last long. His hesitance isn't going to last long. I don't like if, unless something bad happens when she gets pregnant. I'm like, I'm not too invested. Like, because I know they're going to have a bouncing baby by Christmas and or no, they're going to be pregnant by Christmas. I was going to say, I, yeah, that's the fastest I mean, <laughs> unless, unless. Mardevil gets her pregnant. <laughs> oh, it ain't gonna be that fast. But I would like, love to see it. <laughs> that's the only thing that would make me like, in, like it's, unless something really bad happens with this pregnancy and it makes Ben reconsider. Like I just can't really get into it. I really I hope would, they have a girl. This why uh, girl? Just so we can find because. Let me go back to the poll results because y'all thought I was joking, but I really made the poll. A lot of y'all did know who Addie Horton was. I'm going to give y'all that. <laughs> but hold on. Let me look up the, the accurate percentage of how many of y'all didn't know who she was. You want them to name the baby after Addie? Yes. Because it, it, well, we, we barely even see Addie Ornament. <laughs> <laughs> Literally, I mean, and, and John, friend of the podcast, even said, I know who Addie is because of my own personal research, but had it been down to the show yeah. itself, I would have never known who Addie, I'll take your man hoarding me. <laughs> Listen, 
when I was well, watching well, here, the 60s, who, Addy, I did, I'll leave your kids. Uh, I'll leave your, my kids with you. Is. <laughs> oh, no, no, because all the Hortons did. I was watching not too long ago. I was watching the 60s and I could not stand Addy in the 60s. Sorry. But I knew who she was. I still can't stand her. Addy took Julie man so smooth. The day, before, the day after Julie broke up with that man. Addie had him married. Anyways, 14% of y'all said y'all don't know who Addie Horton is out of 69 votes. And that's kind of sad considering that's literally Hope and Julie's mom, Sean Douglas and Sierra's actual grandma. But yeah, I would like, if we're going to sit here and have to watch a baby with them, at least give them a girl. Back to. And plus, it will also, I'm sorry. Also, it plays a good history since Ben is a killer of women. It, it kind of gives off, it will play into his history more, if that makes sense. Imagine Ben being a girl dad, knowing in the back of his head that he killed three women. See, the thing is for me with these scenes is that it was a good discussion. Ben's point of view made complete sense. And then we had Sierra act like a complete idiot. Not Why? Because not understanding why having a baby has anything to do with his serial killer past. Let me say what I'm going to say first and then you can say what you're going to say. Because to me, I don't think she ever thought that his mental illness was something genetic. I think she always viewed it as external factors like Clyde. That then made Sierra's dumber down. than she comes across Ooh. on screen. But then again, remember last week? Because she has there's mental illness within her own family. But she even there's she mental even in her. No, I no. know there's mental illness in her family. Sierra is girl she is so freaking dumb i i cannot believe it like well uh, again this is the same sierra who thought that was doing the cha-cha slide at a plantation <laughs> the like, thing is like plenty i'll of never people, let her live that day plenty, I'm plenty, plenty, i'll give it i'll give it to her she wasn't overly like defensive but girl <laughs> after you've spent so many freaking years defending Ben to quote-unquote the victim's families and all that, how can you not get that this is... Because, again, she didn't think that his mental illness would be something that then would a, be... Mm-mm. Because, listen, listen no. to me, I have a reasoning behind this. Let me, because she always blamed... I think she always blamed Clyde as the reason why he broke, because when he was off his meds in the cabin... And his worst impulses were coming out. She had a hold, she, hold on, I'm not done. When his worst impulses were coming out, the person that he saw was Clyde. So in her mind, I think she always associated Clyde with his breakdown and not necessarily a genetic mental illness. Really? Once he because, said it, it really? made sense. But I don't think she, she ever did, she, she wouldn't have needed to it to be spelled out for her. I'm I, sorry. I, I, I Sierra, mean, it, that would have been fine i would have accepted that if jordan didn't lose her marbles as well <laughs> like her, his entire family even the mom right is exactly yes. yeah. but can- the thing the thing is i 
I see both sides because like okay let's use the um walkers for example they were abused kids too and none of them lost their shit when it comes to the westons it seems like there's a specific trait in that family even though they were all victims of abuse they all lost their shit over it they're they're not they don't cope well under in situations like that they don't know how to thrive and survive later they eventually just crack so everyone's not built the same, but you all you do have to you do have to look into Genetic. maybe at least consider uh, you know, at least consider that there's <sighs> something more to this, Sierra. Yeah. But I can also understand why she wouldn't assume, hey, this is a genetic trait. It's just Clyde. But but then again, that's the issue. It, uh, I can I can she because she that. basically said that in a scene with. Back in 2020, when they were on the run and Chad found them, he she basically said, you're not the, you know, you're not the person, that person anymore. And she made reference to Clyde and she basically blamed Clyde for it. And I remember everybody, everybody dragging her for it when she said it. And then I went back and watched the cabin stuff a few months later after that scene had aired. And it actually put that whole scene into context because she always associated Clyde because Clyde is who he saw when he broke, when he was off his meds. And I think she's always associated external factors with his illness. Has that been canon though? Has she addressed that? Yes. She literally said it in dialogue to Chad and got dragged all over Twitter for it. I, I mean, I see both sides of it. I mean, but I at still, the same I time, feel like one was... losing their marbles. Oh, okay. Circumstances. Two, okay, cool. Circumstances. But all three of them, at what point do you say, okay, circumstances plus genetics played a part in this? Yeah, because like, everybody doesn't react the same to the situations that they were in. Cause, but Because a lot of characters have endured that. The Johnsons, the Walkers, I'm pretty sure it's plenty of others that we can name on this show. But for some reason, when it comes to, it, it might just be Ben's mother's line because Clyde just seems like an abusive dick. He doesn't seem crazy. Yeah. It's, yeah, it's got to be the mother's it, line. It because seems like his Jordan mom's is genetics, not related to Clyde. Yeah, Jordan's not related so, to Clyde. But they just don't cope with terrible shit happening to them at all. Because they they lash out, they flip out, they start kidnapping and killing people, and everybody doesn't react that way. But those three seem to do that. Yeah, it was her dialogue really takes me out most of the time because uh, this could have been a good conversation. It still was a good conversation. Uh, I disagree. Uh, I think is I she, think what what Sierra needs right now. I think she needs someone to be that objective um, point of view in this situation. Like you, can, and maybe that'll be Allie for her next week because she's she's going to have scenes with Allie on Friday, and then Ben's going to be talking to Trip on Friday. Like you can. That's weird. You yeah. It's actually <laughs> not because when you think about when you think about Henry, it makes sense. Because look at who look Ooh. at who Henry. <laughs> I am calling that child oh, by okay. his name, and you will accept it. <laughs> no, I don't but, know her. I wish it but was kind of random because we still. I get it. Allie was Sierra's maid of honor. They're related, and I get uh, Trip having scenes with Ben a, a few months ago. But still, it's still random and plotty, like plot pointy. 
because at what? the end of the day, Trip still framed that man. I, I don't care how but, many years pass or how cool you, you tried to put me in jail, bro. Mm. The Henry angle of it is it, it make it, that, it. I think it's gonna it's gonna it, it makes a lot of things make sense because I think it's gonna make I think knowing where like because. Henry's father is Charlie and so Ben can kind of see that like he looks at Henry and he doesn't see he doesn't see Charlie so he he doesn't so, necessarily have to worry about that with his kids you know I don't think I'm saying it well but I think you get my drift I get it but kind of uh... I think it would be smart if they if Trip brings up his own past and his yeah. own genetics they if they bring that up and they say, never have though so i don't think because they had the perfect opportunity to bring that up during the rape story and they never did so i don't know that they're gonna go there i feel like they're gonna connect it to henry and charlie and it's kind of gonna make both of them see each other's point of view clearer because Allie's gonna understand where ben is coming from because Allie worries about how she's gonna tell henry about charlie and then trip I think is going to make Ben see Sierra's point of view because, you know, he, he's going to look, he's going to say, look, you look at Henry and you just see a happy, fun, loving little boy. You don't think of how he came into this world. So I think it's going to be, I think it's going to be interesting. I'm excited for that next week. Beautiful gowns. Great gowns. The chicken was lovely. Next story. <laughs> so much. <laughs> I said I was going to speak on it. I didn't say what I was going to say. <laughs> um, where are we? Where are we? Lonnie gives Aiden and Paulina her blessing to get married. Paulina gets to meet Steve and Kayla. And Abe tells Stella he plans on proposing the next day. Beautiful gowns. Great gowns. The chicken was lovely. I, okay, well, I will say I loved Paulina meeting Steve and Kayla. And I loved Paulina's reaction to the possession. That was hilarious. Oh, oh okay, okay. I'm still not completely on board with Paulina and Aid. For me, why? I I, I, I miss Lexi. I'm sorry. I I can't get over it. I I tried. I did it with Maxine. I tried with Valerie. I'm trying now. But at the end of the day, I still keep saying that's not Lexi. But, but the thing is, with those it's like when your two, granddad that you get remarried yeah, after I'm your kinda, grandmama I die. Think, <laughs> with those two, you didn't really have to try hard because they didn't really give a shit about Maxine. They barely gave a damn about Valerie. They actually seem to care about Paulina, yeah. and they're playing their relationship a lot more. Also, and I think they're playing it because of what's coming. But I'm enjoying it. I understand why it's hard because this. I think this is the first time we're actually confronted with Ave is really moving on. You've mentioned it's like when your grandma before. die, yeah, and your granddaddy move on and remarry, and you be like, That lady ain't my grandmama. Like, <laughs> I'm I trying, get I get it. I, I want a to be happy <laughs> at the end of the day. I, I'd I rather you be single, like, <laughs> that's not I, Lexi. I kind of like, I think you've mentioned this, Nick, but. Like, with them, I kind of don't mind that we haven't seen a lot of, like, build-up, a lot of years of build-up. Like, they're at the stage in their life where they've 
experienced life. They've married other. Yeah, the warp speed makes sense. Yeah, yeah. they got that many years. Let's be real. True, but it, <laughs> exactly. They have they have more behind them than in front of them, yeah. unfortunately. But it like, makes sense. We, we it really do does. Know but... that they're most likely not going to get married right now because of uh, the whole mess that's going to come out <laughs> most likely. So I kind of don't mind the wedding happening happening soon either because because we'll like it's gonna go all, it's gonna go it's gonna go to hell in the handbasket yes. rather quickly yeah but whether I'm they like, whether so they get married or not it's going to fall I apart fast. not feeling them i was on and off i was like mm. but i i do like them together it, now it's just very now i feel like i would have handled it better if it was a year-long romance. I'm not saying it had to be two, three years before they got married, but if it was a solid year, I probably would have warmed up to it better than I am now. But again, you're asking soaps to operate on a timetable we just don't anymore. Back- we got it now. We got renewed for two years, Tony. I'm not buying that no more. Yeah, but even still, soaps in general just move at a faster pace than they did, as they it- should, honestly. I really uh, back to the uh, scene uh, itself. Sorry, Michael. <laughs> um, there, I'm just waiting for that dinner with John and Marlena because that they keep dangling it in our faces and we're never getting it. Because uh, the scene. And now that she's a demon too, I really. <laughs> <laughs> it'll, it'll take another two months because they dangle Kate and Roman in our faces. Seeing John and Marlena instead of Stephen Caleb, but it was fine. They were a little bit busy at the time. Uh, still. Yeah, Paulina, Paulina didn't want her near Abe because she didn't know what she was going to say. <laughs> she was like, Marlena can't come here. <laughs> oh my God, her reaction though. Her the, reaction. The yes. This is like, I'm sorry. We do not. <laughs> you, saw, you saw the way Chanel was squirming over that movie. <laughs> Even the way she reacted to the possession. She was like, uh, she's like, you sure? Like, <laughs> she Holy didn't believe it. Exit to the bathroom. She was like, bye. <laughs> Lonnie, do we want to talk about the John Abe stuff here? Because I kind of forgot to put that in the outline and Dylan mentioned you, you it. You it. forgot another thing too, but we'll get to that later. Have you talked about Lonnie okay. and Polina? No. They've had scenes this week? Yeah. yeah. Have- well, yeah, Lonnie, Lonnie said you, yes, you can marry my dad. Just make oh, sure yeah. you don't lie to him again. Sure, sure. Don't, don't hurt They're him. They're really laying that Oh I really God. liked uh, surprisingly I liked Lonnie this week actually it's not surprising. Being, she's being very protective like I, I, yeah. I really liked it it's just I'm I'm still just not buying Paulina and A but and it's like I want to but at the end <laughs> of the day that's do not you my want to though or is it just that she's that Lexi so you just can't I'm trying Tony every day I what I see them I try so hard. I really like there was one line with Lonnie and Paulina when when Paulina mentioned that Doc grabbed her and she didn't she changed the subject. She was this close to saying something and she was like Doc yeah, grabbed she, me. she was worried about like she was I guess she was gonna confess about being I her think mom. she was. And she at the last minute she just blurted out that Doug grabbed her ass. And oh my god, like, that was hilarious. To do with my father, huh? She was like, I think he's gonna get he upset about it. 
Yeah, because her ex-husband was this way, la la la. And Lonnie that, was like, My father is not like that. And I was like, oh my god, but that oh and I see what I didn't like about that scene was when they tried to play it like Doug can take Paulina from aid. Like Doug ain't the smoothest 96-year-old on our block. Because <laughs> let's not forget Doug used to talk that talk. Yeah, but I I just like that part of the conversation a lot because I don't know. I just oof, it's gonna be so damn messy. And then, I love what I do love is seeing Abe have support. Yes, he's got support from Steve and Kayla. He's got support from John. I won't count Marlena in her current state. <laughs> he's been a talk <laughs> to for everyone yeah, else. Everybody else, but now like they're writing a story that will give him some something to play and they're and hopefully allowing an em- other people to support him through it and i'm enjoying that and hopefully a second emmy and this time they won't waste him after he wins yeah better not I, I mean, another thing this is more about ilani i love them as a pairing they're my ship and my number one faves and all of that what I do really love is seeing them outside of the pairings having their own stories because now we're actually seeing them in two different stories and it being like intertwined and connected. Well, two different sides of what's going to eventually be the same story. Exactly. And I think it makes characters more multi-layered when they have ongoing stuff yeah, when they have when they have when they exist outside of each other it's yes way it gives you more to invest in it's more it's more endearing to watch a pairing when they have yeah. things to do and this i think this is the best ilani has been in a long time in my opinion so this oh i love it well i want more of them but I, i'm yes. enjoying their interactions with other people outside of each other yeah they can have more family members that they interact with um, better friends. More, they do more I, stuff at the police station. I noticed they're not doing the police station a lot right now because they only got three cops. But you can use the the problem is they keep using just Race. him. Race. <laughs> so I forgot his name for a minute. I think that because they keep because the 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 thing it switches between his office and the interrogation room. So they're not going to use the interrogation room when they're using it as his office. Yeah. The thing is... What happened to the, the, like, the full scale? You only ever see the outside when, when they use it as the interrogation room. You never see it when it's just his office. No, I'm saying, like, remember the big... Oh, I remember. Outside. Yeah, the, yeah like... Like I don't know how to describe it, like an office, but it wasn't an office. I mean, it was the, basically the, op- the open concept squad station. room. Yes, of of the and then you had the then you had the inner office that was like the commissioner's office, and then you had the interrogation room off to the back. Mm-hmm. What what and happened? Then you had the hallway. No matter what part of the police station you were in, you could always hear Roman's voice. <laughs> you know what? <laughs> we're gonna move on to the next story. <laughs> Speaking of Roman, you missed something on the outline, Tony. I knew I did. So much happened on Monday. I knew I forgot something. Roman and Kate talked the nitty gritty. And Roman was talking that talk. Say it with me, y'all. He was talking (laughs) that talk. I think that's the name of the episode this week. Talking that talk. Yeah. I'm I'm here for it. I, 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 
I, I, cause y'all know that's a Michaelism. He was talking that talk, y'all. And you were living your best life. Oh yeah. First off, when Kate said, <laughs> when Kate said that she just can't do this because you're just such a good guy, it threw me all <laughs> the way back to 2003. When Kate said the same exact thing, and Roman invited him to his her to his house, like Teddy pinned the grass, and Kate was like, "No, no, no, I, I, I can't." And then Roman kept talking that talk, and then Kate was like, "Oh, okay, I, I'll go home for a nightcap." And next thing you know, Kate was dropping her drawers. Oh, what a moment! One I'll never forget. One that is most pleasing to me in my soap career. Okay, Whitney. Mm. <laughs> One that but is I, most I knew you were gonna I knew you were gonna love those scenes and I love that they keep like that while they were because t- it was Monday that while they were talking they also brought up the the new Salem Island stuff too and that Marlena that was Friday she, that was Friday okay mm-hmm. so Monday was just him that's saying, why you, hey. that's why you forgot it off the outline because they kind of continued from that Monday yeah I yeah so I wasn't sure but so Monday was when he basically shot his shot and said give me a chance because I can't be any worse than any of the other guys who picked and, and he they, dragged the hell out of her romantic history good lord <laughs> Andre, I think his Andre drag was my favorite. But I think my personal favorite part of those scenes was that look that she gave Roman was where he was like, "What? Well, so technically, you didn't turn me down twice. You only turned me down once. So do I have another chance?" And that little glimmer in her eye was like old school. Kate. This is the most Kate we- Roberts that yeah. Kate has felt in almost fifteen years. And, and then I when she it. walked away and he's like, I'm not giving up on you. I was like, yes, this is the most I've rooted for Roman ever. All we got to do is give Kate her blonde highlights back and get Roman a leather jacket. And we'll be back in 2003 again, y'all. It was good. Uh, and I have, a, I have a feeling, like I said, that we're, we're actually going to be given Roman and Kate this time in some capacity, because like I said, Josh made reference in an interview. He did, I think, uh, Tori, Tori Spelling and Jenny Garth have a 90210 Rewatch podcast. And he was what? on recently. Yeah. Why am I just not hearing about this? She talked about it. Tony, you've been chat. holding out on me. No, she mentioned it. I mentioned it in the group chat. Not my fault. You don't pay attention. I'm not. But, I guess I'm not the only one. <laughs> <laughs> I remember like, this because I, I went looking for it and didn't find it. So I was like, hey, man. Yeah, so he he was a guest on their podcast, and he kept referencing Lauren um, as the woman he was working with currently as his love interest on days. We won <laughs> for how long? Hopefully, just accept the win and don't worry about it beyond yeah. that. Just be happy that you're finally getting it after all these years. Well, okay, let's see. Andre dead. Stefano dead. Um. Who who else does Victor? They're not gonna break up Maggie and Victor. I don't care how many times I write letters, they're not gonna break them up. That that's about it. All she got is Roman, if we're being honest. Yeah, because she and Jake did not work (laughs) at all. I do not want to see her and EJ again. I don't want no. The only person and and honestly, Kate is their best pairing. Like Roman and Kate are each other's best pairings. Yes. Like when when Kate 
when Roman rescued Kate from that building that almost collapsed on her and she passed Ooh. down into his arms and he had the zip line across to the other oh what a moment 2002 right that was 2003 Three. Okay. Yeah, yeah. oh what a moment a moment that was most pleasing to me <laughs> mm. I remembered that that was so good and plus let's be honest Roman was the only one of those love interests who was really just wearing her out every chance he got <laughs> mm, mm, mm. what a moment I know, I, I know, I keep saying that, but that listen, you've been living off of crumbs for the last fifteen years. You're entitled to celebrate right now. I don't know what it is about that coupling, but that coupling really does it for me. I'm, I, I hope they do right by me. This has been a terrible year for me, soap wise. I've lost a lot, but like Beyonce damn said, I'm trying to turn my lemons into lemonade. Anyways, we're going to move on to the next story. I'm sorry I had to go off for a little bit. This is finally, I got my moment. Everyone got their moment this year and I couldn't get nothing. And now I'm getting something. Finally. Finally. I couldn't even get it on bold. But anyways, I'm sorry, y'all. That was my little rant for a moment. Next story. Johnny shows Allie Will's script and they are in disbelief about the possession. They call Will to confirm Meanwhile, Will had a whole kitchen remodel over the weekend. <laughs> and they called to see if the stories were true, but they told, but basically Will told them, Sammy, let's just say, chilled the love too much. So he really can't talk about what really went down. And they decide to reach out to Sammy, but can't reach her. Allie then decides to go to John because John can't lie to her to confirm. John can, uh, Johnny convinces her because Allie was like, I don't know about this. And he's like, you know what? He can't say no to you. So you go. I and he reluctantly tells her about it. I found it interesting. The phone call or I know it was a text message that said Sammy was tied up at the moment. Yeah, well, it, it was it was both. Actually. It was. It was a phone call. Like, I think Sammy got away from wherever she is, was able to get the call through to Johnny. The connection was terrible, and her kidnappers got her back and then sent that text to get Johnny. I think to not worry. or the devil has something to do with Sammy. The Hallmark Channel be doing too much. <laughs> no, but I think I, I don't know who her kidnapper is anymore because I, I don't either, and I kind of love that. I don't I think do it's too. DJ anymore because I thought that in the beginning, but I did too. I think that was played, kind of like a red herring. Yeah, it also played like a red herring. So now I'm like, maybe the devil had something to do with it. But I loved Johnny and Allie reacting to the script and then talking to Will on video chat. Um, it's very clear that obviously Chandler did a zoom from his own kitchen for this, but I, <laughs> some said it was a kitchen. That was a beautiful kitchen, studio? though. I don't know. No, that I, I'm pretty sure that was Chandler's actual kitchen because I'm pretty sure he's done. I'm pretty sure he's done zooms from there, like zoom interviews from there before. Oh. So uh, they actually did like the technology they used for this was a lot better than the first time they tried it with Freddie. It keeps getting better and better the more they use it. Beautiful kitchen, though. Yeah, I, I, I'm it, it not really, for the all white thing though, but looks it, cute. It did play like he wasn't 
like acting the scenes out with someone else. It was just like him saying his line and them saying they. I that's thought, what all the zooms and stuff for Alice. Yeah, it came off. I well, that's because Alice Sweeney was actually in studio for that one, but I don't think the that other, played you know, better though. That played well. Much that's because better. Allie was actually physically at Burbank Studio to film that. But I mean, like, it would have played much better if it was an actual conversation. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, but I think I think Chandler was still in Georgia at the time, so they kind of had to do it via Zoom. No, I mean, like, it could have wor- still worked having the Zoom, but having it been an actual Zoom, I don't think... Oh, yeah. I okay, that think, could, yeah. I don't think the Ali Sammy thing was an actual Zoom. No, because Ali was actually on set in Burbank Studios for that. They just... It played much better during that scene than this one, because... Well, that's like, because yeah. that wasn't an actual Zoom. Ali was actually on set for that. Let's move on, shall we? It just played weird because you could tell Chandler was just saying his lines. He wasn't really reacting, but I. But it was like, still it was still hilarious listening to them. Like yeah, and that's why I said a few months back, y'all was looking at me funny when I said they need not do another Zoom call after Sunny's. Because that's exactly how I felt when Sunday did his own call. Well, Matlock, that one Sunday. <laughs> but I, I love the way like they're interweaving the next generation into the into this possession story. Like having Johnny and Allie learning about it and then being like, nah, this can't be real. Like, is this real? And then Allie going to John to John oh, and so John great. having just come off of that amazing conversation that he had with Abe which I loved that scene to go right from that into the conversation with Allie where he tried to lie and then he couldn't do it and he ended up having to tell her the truth. And I love that Allie was so supportive of him in those scenes. And correct me if I'm wrong, but these are Drake and Lindsay's first one-on-one scenes together in her entire run, right? Yes. And you could really see their established connection and relationship and how close they really are. Well, uh, honestly, and I love that. Honestly, I think Drake has just decided to have grandchildren that he could actually share meaty scenes with because yeah. he had the same energy when Johnny came on. And Johnny's only been on what less than a month. Uh, right yeah, it's been, a month. it's been about a month. Yeah, yeah, it was a month on the 18th. Yeah, right at a month. And he, he still had that grandpa, grandson energy with him. So I think he's just excited to have grown grandchildren to act off of and i really love that and it's you know and i love that like i I love that at least like i knew i knew your love story was epic but i didn't realize how epic Uh, my favorite part was when they was on the facetime with will and he was like well i tried asking grandma marlena and she kind of just laughed it off and i cackled because i could literally picture will asking marlena and marlena going hmm Oh, Will, I don't know why you b- believe such silly things from your mother. Would you like a <laughs> cup of tea? Mm. Yeah, God, I, I'm, I, that's I how you like know I'm a fan. That, I did like the fact that John couldn't lie. He, he lied first and he was like, he, well, tried. Shit. he really he tried. did try. See, I love that because that reminds me of me and my grounds. My grounds kept cannot pull anything with me. The other me grandchildren. Either. Like me and my grandmother either. Like, the other uh, grandchildren, I, yes. Me, no. No, exactly. Same. Yeah. 
with me and my grandma. But so, um, I really love that. But I I love how they kept this from the children for so long. But it's kind of taken me back on another portion of the story. But we'll get to that later. Or do y'all want to go ahead and move to that portion of the story? Is that the next part? Is it the Johnny Chanel part now? Yes. And the movie part. Because that honestly, that's when the whole movie storyline started coming about when Chanel entered. Well, they started speaking on it more, I should say. Yeah. Okay, so let's move on. Sammy calls Johnny back, but the connection is terrible, and Chanel comes up to him and is quite disturbed when he brings up the possession. They talk things out and agree to watch a movie. The Exorcist, still haven't seen that. I haven't either, and I have no plans to. As a movie date. After they watch Chanel, the movie, Chanel is even more nervous about Johnny pursuing this, especially when he tells her that the possession is now the sole focus of his movie. And this is where, like Eric Forster, I kind of fall flaccid. Uh, <laughs> sir, what is wrong? Why? What? Why? <laughs> why? How would you even use? And the thing is, I know what you're, what you're not okay with, but go ahead. <laughs> go Wait, ahead. I don't, so please clue me in. What irritates me the most with this story is that he's trying to make this the sole focus of this movie but you don't know all the details do you know you know about the pastor but do you know that your grandmother transformed into your aunt Kristen? did you know that your aunt Kristen and your great-grandma caroline was involved in the exorcism what all do you know and then if you do know everything you're trying to make this movie i don't think we have enough people on cast to recreate this like okay you're gonna have Allie, well, Allie Abby, D. Abby as Marlena. Allie isn't even in the movie anymore because Allie was supposed to be Sammy. Sammy. Okay, who's going to play Kristen? Who's going to play Great Grandma Caroline? Who's going to play Father Francis? Who is so many parts? That, that's why I'm like, I really just wish they would just scrap this movie thing. And I, think gonna end, I think they're going to end up yeah. scrapping it now that the demon is here. Yeah, the logistics but, of it aren't bothering me because I don't, I don't think it's going to get made. Like, okay. <laughs> With Satan on Earth now, I don't think they're yeah, even going to have were, time for this movie. Because and I don't think they're, going they're to using it. the movie as a gateway to remind to or inclu- either remind the audience or introduce the audience, depending on when people started watching, into the original story. Yeah. And that is a smart way to do it. Because I mean, this it is, is th- but this is not a story where you can just randomly talk about it. There has to no. be a reason. <laughs> okay, so you're basically saying this is something that, that's going to leave on the wayside eventually. Okay, I can look at yeah. that now. Well, I, I don't... mean, but also, like, just to, as a reminder, he's trying to raise funding for the movie. Funding means hiring people. I don't think he was planning on getting his entire cast from friends and family. <laughs> like, yeah. And also, not only that, the special effects are low. I mean, <laughs> It's a lie. I think they're gonna. I, I, I hope I they're gonna. I think you're funds. taking it like, like <laughs> I think you're taking it into a too realistic spot right now. I think in the stages of where we are, I don't think we're. I don't think we're actually gonna get to the point where he's gonna get the movie because right now he's in the the fundraising phase, okay. which can take a while. But then once the demon actually starts raising hell, pun intended, I don't <laughs> think he's gonna want to make this movie anymore. Once he starts living 
with what a devil possession actually looks like and actually sees the chaos that it brings, he's not going to want to make this movie anymore. Uh, okay, so yeah. what y'all are telling me is take it for what it is and leave it be. Yes. Oh, <laughs> oh okay. I, I, okay, never mind then. Chanel is such a scaredy cat, but I did like seeing them all you know what? No, 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 no. <laughs> I get Chanel. I'm not a horror movie fan. That would me, be me either. That would that be was me. that was 100 me. Listen, when my sister has dragged me to the movie theaters to watch Annabelle Comes Home and all of those Conjuring movies, you know what I've done? I've covered my eyes and my ears. <laughs> so I, I get, get it. it. I. I I love horror movies. I don't I, mess with demons. Me too. I don't mess with demons. I don't mess with ghosts. I don't. I don't do that. We don't do that here. But wait a minute. Wait a minute. We don't do minute, that. Wait here. a minute. You can't keep that. All of y'all are charred fans. So no, I'm not. Charmed I am. So, but it's not. Nah, charred was not. No, Michael, that was not the same thing. It, there was not jump scares and blood. So no. Belsasar wasn't jump scare for y'all. No, no. Y'all some brave Horror souls. Horror movies rely on like <laughs> scary as fuck jump scares, a lot of blood, and a really messy story. Like no, uh, usually messy story. Uh, horror movies, it's just not for me. It used to be. I used to watch like five horror movies a day with a friend. A like, day? Yeah. My, <laughs> that's nothing. Listen, my friend's father had like, he owned, not a movie store, but like he, she could just bring out movies home. And we, we spent an entire summer watching horror movies during the day but still we watched horror movies at night <laughs> i like that you specified during the day <laughs> not at night we'll watch them in the morning but, we're not gonna watch <laughs> them <at night. laughs> but we watched like four horror movies a day they were really scary horror movies and for an entire summer and i i loved them back in the day but like nowadays i cannot stand horror movies so i could that was such a relatable moment when I saw Chanel sitting like that and she was like oh turn it off turn it off I'm like yes I get it because I'm the same way well I'm I'm kind of nervous because I'm really so they're making me like Johnny and Chanel and I know Ellie's gonna fuck it up I just know Ellie's gonna fuck it up (laughs) because she's her mother's child I know she's gonna mess this up for me damn it there's just (laughs) something I love Johnny Allie and Chanel, I love them as separate characters. I enjoy Chanel and Johnny like as a pairing. I don't ship them like as an end game, but I enjoy them. Um, Charlie is my ship. But outside of the possession, I feel like they could be way more messier than they are, currently are. Well, they're just getting started. I mean, it's only a yeah, month. They're getting oh, started. I think the mess is coming. Yeah, I really hope so because it's like too cutesy. Like we have a bakery. Like they, I don't But like, it's the opening of Sweet Pits. Oh my god, we made so much money. <laughs> like, okay, I I love it. Yo, but like, 
Did you though? Because it doesn't sound like you did. No, but I love it. I love that. But it's still. You want, you want more drama? Yes. You want more drama? Listen, Tony. If you know me, I'm a. I'm trash for drama. I'm trash for drama. But like, oh my goodness, completely fine. But it's too cutesy. Give me more. Like I think it's coming because because I don't think Allie's in a rush to confront her feelings. True. I think Johnny and Chanel are going to be a lot deeper into their relationship when she finally does. Uh, Okay, but uh, but one one thing though, one thing though, one thing. I do not want Mardell to push for Chanel and Allie, and let me explain why. That would look bad. Because fly over fern is going to take that and run. Yeah, as, yeah, as the oh. devil's encouraging it, so uh, it, yeah. it, it shouldn't happen. Yeah, that that yeah, she yeah, doesn't need to be involved in that. I don't, I don't want that. I want like a normal, messy quad. Uh, unfortunately, the trip isn't it. The devil so. can encourage them to do terrible things or convince them to do bad things. I don't, but she doesn't need to encourage the relationship specifically. No, that's not a but, good look. Yeah. What I did find interesting is how often Chanel is like, whenever, what was it? When Allie showed up after having talked to John and Chanel and Johnny were making out, and that was a hot kiss. I'm going to just throw it out. That was a hot kiss. But like when Allie showed up and she said something, and Chanel was like, You don't mind that, do you? Like, I've seen how many times she's, she's asked Allie if she, minds are like she's made a few comments like that like you can still tell how much chanel likes Allie. it's there yeah, i think i think at this point she does like johnny but i think at this point she's she likes Allie more and she knows Allie better well i don't so know because going... it feels like she's falling out of it the more she hates with johnny. She I, yeah it... I, I think she is falling out of it but i think she also she is kind of like gonna keep pushing it just to see what happens she's not i don't think she's gonna let it go she's going to keep pushing it and i don't and when Allie reacts the way she wants her to i think that's when chanel is gonna pull back because she was like wait a minute i was just playing you know you know how we are yeah when she confronted her before the opening that comment when Allie showed up when the johnny and Allie, johnny and Allie, oh gross johnny and chanel were making out like you can you you can see how much like Chanel wants a reaction from Allie. Yeah, right now I think in a way she's yeah she she she's trying to stick it to Allie. Like in a you, weird way, I think the more Chanel is going to be with Johnny, I think Chanel is going to fall out of out of whatever she's feeling for Allie and into Johnny. But the more Chanel and Johnny are together, the harder Allie's going to fall for Chanel. Yeah. Meanwhile, portrait. Okay, <laughs> I have a question. Quick question. <laughs> Which, which pairing do you guys root for? Johnny and Chanel. Right I'm now? for both of them. I don't I'm know. For, I'm rooting for I'm rooting for mess. I'm rooting for That's me. Like, the day Johnny and Chanel get married, I want Ali and Chanel scissoring. <laughs> like, <laughs> Didn't I tell you I'm a mute show mic? Mute this mic. You, no. Anyways. <laughs> Nick speaks my language of mess. No, he being nasty. That's what he doing. No, what? Uh, okay. Mess. okay, Mr. Chowder. 
Y'all ain't never gonna let me live that down. No, oh, no we're Ever. not. <laughs> no, but the thing is, though, that's the kind of mess I want. I'm a chally girl at heart, but I see. I better be. Hold on. I don't want that. them end up together right now. I want like. Uh, I need them to now. get together at the worst time possible mm. <laughs> and piss everybody off. <laughs> See, but I do See? want them as in game. Y'all thought Chowder was nasty. Y'all better be glad we didn't talk about the bold and the beautiful this week. Dylan, which <laughs> do you prefer? I'm honestly, I would be happy with either of them because I like them both. Like but, either but, way, I get what I want. Well, like I said last week, I. I Allie had more chemistry with Chanel 1.0 and Johnny has more chemistry to me, to me, (laughs) T-O-M-E with Chanel 2.0. So it's kind of like I'm rooting for both of them, but I'm rooting for what I, I, the cards that's been dealt. If we have Raven Bowens, I would prefer Johnny and Chanel, I'm leaning more towards them. But if we do get Ali and Chanel, I, I wouldn't be mad about it if that makes sense. Yeah. But I, I'm I'm leaning heavily on Johnny and Chanel right now. The thing is, like, Ali could discover her sexuality through her interactions and attraction, maybe even hooking up with Chanel once, but that doesn't mean they have to be a long-term pairing. I'm excited to see where this goes and especially with okay especially with the devil involved too because look the devil made a mess out of Carrie Austin and Sammy imagine what the devil could do with Johnny Alley and Chanel I'm just throwing it out there well before we move on to the next story Aria could you do that again for me (laughs) do what again we own a bakery <laughs> you may you may want to make a, sep- a separate clip of that when you're editing for him, just so he can always go back to that. No, please. but it's like, please like, do it again, please. Oh my god, look how much money we made! Ah! <laughs> I mean, it's cute. I I love it. <laughs> it's just so. That- I'm sorry, y'all. I had to hit that at the end because that's up there with my Jocelyn. No, but that's up there with my if you watch the, if you watch the scenes, it's like too cutesy, and I I don't mind it, but I need messy. Do it again, please. Oh my god, <laughs> let's move on. What's, Next no. story. I'm sorry, Michael. 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 Listen, I'll record it for you so you can listen every time, every day, before you go to bed, when you wake up, or your alarm clock. I'm telling y'all, that's up there with, oh my God, this tastes just like sunny sauce. <laughs> <laughs> no, but am I wrong, though? No, you're not. That's no, why it's so funny to me. It, is, it did come off that way. Like, out of context, you're like, okay, this is a lot. Like, what's going on? <laughs> but it, wor- it, it works, but... Because <laughs> that's exactly how that scene went down. When she walked out the bakery, it was kind of the money. That's exactly how that went. <laughs> Thank you for that. You're <laughs> Next story. Satan is back and he wants Marlena's soul. <laughs> and he will tor- and he will torture Doug until he sh- until she submits. 
So she does. With the devil now possessing Marlena, Doug has collapsed and nobody knows why. Julie tries to get answers from Marlena, but she doesn't say what Julie wants to hear. Julie is worried and Eli is there to comfort her. Doug wakes up and keeps saying that Marlena is in danger and that he wants to help Marlena. But now, thanks to the devil, everyone thinks that he has dementia. Julie asks Marlena to come see him, and the devil realizes that Doug has been talking and wants to kill him. This story is so good. It's, it's so like it's, I'm, I'm on the edge of my seat because I don't like I'm watching it like very closely, but I don't know what's going on. And it's scaring me because I don't know if Doug is going to black out and whoop somebody's ass or, <laughs> or, Honestly, if, though, or if Marlene like, is going to do it. Like, <laughs> I kept waiting to see if you, because they kept saying he was sedated. And Michael, you remember during the possession when they kept sedating Marlena when they thought she was sick, but she was awake for the entire thing mm-hmm. because the sedatives wouldn't work. I kept waiting for Doug to wake up and to like see if, the devil was possessing both of them but it seems the devil has completely left yeah. Doug and gone into Marlena and I just this whole entire storyline is literally the best thing in soaps right now in 2021 argue with the wall I do too they had poor Doug on the floor and Marlena <laughs> didn't give a shit <laughs> 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 was like, so what he's on the floor I'm not gonna the <laughs> only thing I the Help is on thing, the way, and then she just walked away. Like, just, <laughs> she's like, bye. The only thing I really, I, I wouldn't say that I don't like, but I hate that didn't happen. And I know we, we just don't have the time like that anymore. But I really wish we would have went through that whole Marlena is sick again. That we don't know what's wrong with her. Like, that to me was the p- biggest I- thing about the possession that I like because for months Marlena was sick and nobody Mm. could figure out what was wrong with Marlena I mean Marlena was in the hospital for a good three or four months yeah but but this is also playing oh sorry go ahead Michael I will I will continue after you're done I wish we could redo that again but I know we just don't have the time anymore but that's just my little but we're we're getting beats of it it might be a little bit of a faster timetable but we're getting beats of it and I love that I get what you're saying also, Michael, but the thing is, this is this has started differently, so I think they cannot do the same thing, because A, Stefano is not around anymore and all that, uh, but... I and think- honestly, I don't think Marlene is going to be fighting it off as much because she let him in. Yeah, and also, like, like I said, this started differently with Doug instead. Um... And he was showing signs of not not feeling well, like he yeah yeah. And he we also were gonna see per spoilers Marlena having trouble sleeping I think or a bad dream I don't remember. So you might get it, but while well, she's but completely it, possessed. Well, here's the thing: I don't even know if we're at that point of Marlena trying to fight it off and she's Marlena he's not gonna fight it off she full on let him in no 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 y'all can I finish no I'm just kidding I'm I'm saying remember how in the original position we would have points of okay this is Marlena lucid this is Marlena possessed 
And then it, it kind of merged to a point where you didn't even know if it was Marlena or the devil. And then it went to a point where we just knew it was completely the devil. Now it just comes off as it's pure devil. So when yeah. you say, so when you say, well, Marlena's gonna be having nightmares, it kind of pulls me back because again, we didn't have that long threadway of Marlena fighting because she let him in. We didn't see that sickness or her having trouble sleeping. So it just <laughs> you might get some emblems of it. They're also not, they're like, also not gonna play the same beats of the yeah. same like they're they're yeah. they're telling the story in a completely different way. You're sounding like you want them to completely retell the 1995 possession in 2021, and that's not what we're doing. We're telling a completely- well, that's not what I said. Don't put words in my mouth. No, I that's, that's, how, it's, that's how it's coming off though. <laughs> no, but I'm saying Yeah, they're not gonna give you a I'm not I'm not gonna want it exactly I'm not gonna want it exactly how it was no I it's not that I don't don't like it because I'm enjoying the story it's just very I think you wanted more build-up yes that's the thing and I get it it it, we just kind of wham bam thank you mammy and it was like honestly in 2021 that's kind of the way to do it yeah unfortunately I I'm I'm the same with you I need a build-up to a certain point but well, i, th- well, I genuinely th- oh before you start going on um i genuinely think this was an interesting way to do it and it didn't it, it didn't completely feel like it was rushed but it wasn't as drawn out as the original possession yeah, it, yeah, it's it's moving at a faster clip, but it's not moving to the point where it's missing beats. Beats I are will, still getting played while I we're will moving at a say, faster though, pace. I hope they fix one thing. It, it's not bad at all, but it, I think it played better in the original story, and it's the voice of Marta. Yeah, mm-hmm. that's in the context too personal. Yeah, yeah the, the voice is not deep enough for me. I still hear Deidre. Deidre Howe. Mm-hmm. But <laughs> I wonder if that's intentional, like I that he hasn't fully taken that he hasn't fully taken hold yet. So there's still elements of her in there, and well, the I, longer he's in her, the deeper the voice is going to get. Was well, I, scene, I don't know because it was the same way when Doug was possessed too. Like I still heard Doug in it. So <laughs> see, I I heard the original demon voice more in Doug. Yeah, same than I did when it went into D. But were, were the scenes with Doug and Marlena were, was that this week when he, she, yeah, it was this week when she um, sacrificed herself. Yeah, it was Monday. Yeah, that. And we didn't know until Tuesday because Monday ended with him collapsing and then Tuesday ended with the reveal of the devil eyes. Yeah, that was such a good episode. Oh my God. They played it for they played it for a while. Like, what's going on? Yeah, for like ninety percent of Tuesday, you did not know, and I loved that you didn't know, which is why I knew. I had we knew, but we weren't a hundred percent sure, and that's why I loved the fact that they flashed back to so much of Monday on Tuesday because it kind of gave me a perspective on, okay, how much does she remember? And if she remembers the demon voice, which she did, then obviously she is the demon. Because I wasn't 100% sure. And I love that I wasn't 100% sure. 
Dylan, what were you going to say? Uh, I was going to say, like, listen, y'all can call me what you want to, but I would have been purchasing a nice wreath for the widow. <laughs> 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 I'm glad somebody said that. have been me. I'm just being a- I'm glad somebody said that. <laughs> listen. <laughs> He's like he's 96, he lived a good life, and that's exactly what I I'm said. saying. I would have, I would have said, I surely would have said, Y'all would take that old white man to hell then because I, <laughs> I will not, right? Yeah, okay, but like. <laughs> Knocking on my door, but I ain't gonna let you in, sir. Sorry about that. I'm just gonna only only Marlena could turn being possessed by the devil into a hero move. Yeah, I was gonna say, I'm not built like that. (laughs) I'm just going to tell it like it is. It's the Lord's day, so we are not telling no lies. We see what Eric get it from (laughs) now. Marlena, that'd have been me. Would have brought Julia a nice casserole, pretty wee. Nice, nice, pretty, nice new hat. Would have made her a nice Tinder account because I, I <laughs> would not. Oh, I would have helped her found a new man, but it wouldn't have been me. Nope, nope, nope. Uh, that is better than me. That's all. That. Listen, because that's all I was thinking during that scene. Because I was like, oh, he got the right one. Yeah, because I would have been making. <laughs> I would have went home and started making macaroni for the repast. Like, <laughs> oh my god! Like, well, I, you I got will, the right one, maybe. No, I will say though that Marlena is Marlena is a def, the definition of a heroine. Definitely, mm-hmm. definitely, the definition she, of your fave could never. Because you yeah, know somebody else who would be at this. Why. Even if, <laughs> like you guys said, that would have never been me. Because I can like, name a few. Me, I can name a few heroines who would have went along with this. But me? No, ma'am. Who? Who else would have went along with this? Laura, definitely. <laughs> Laura. Oh, yeah. Dixie Cooney. <laughs> so, like, that is why. Now, see, Erica Kane would have went and got her the nicest black dress that she could find. Because it would not have been her. Dr. Taylor Hayes. What about Sharon Newman? I mean, she sleep with she slept with the devil a few times. So hey. <laughs> okay. But, uh, Marlena is a shero for sure. Cause that that is some like I Drew Silla would have did it. Drew Silla oh. would have did it. It if it came down to Sharon. Neil and her children, she would uh, get yeah. it. Not anybody else. Uh, she'd have, she'd have given him directions to drag Phyllis to hell. <laughs> but Drusilla, if if the devil had Sharon, Drusilla would have gave her left foot to save Sharon because they used to ride for each other. God, I miss Drusilla, but that's a different show. Yeah. We've done that a lot today. <laughs> <laughs> but I mean, I was just saying, Mar- Marlena is that girl because. I can't think of too many people in Salem that would have like low key. I don't even think Abigail wouldn't have did it. Oh no, Abigail wouldn't have done it. Jennifer Rose would have. Well, depends. Speaking of Abigail, knowing the fact that Johnny's movie is solely going to be about the possession now, Chad being a little worried about him, her taking part of the movie makes complete sense. Yeah. I'm not as pissed off about that spoiler as I was. 
Yeah, we don't need to. Mm, yeah. Especially now that she's the sole focus of it. And like. Especially yeah. considering they already got two demons running around them house. Yeah, anyway. you got- <laughs> <laughs> I leave the kids alone. Did you hear them children back there hollering in the Demare mansion? I did. I was, I was watching. I'm like, this is going to piss Michael off. <laughs> Ooh, I would have made them go outside to the garden and cut a switch. <laughs> oh, um, what else? Oh, let's move on to the last I story. Ha- shall I we? was gonna well, say, oh, something. go ahead. I like seeing Eli interact with Doug a lot. I, I, I know I did, I did too. Me too. I also, I also like them referring to him as his grandfather. Yeah, I do want to see Sean. I would have loved to see Sean and Eli fawning yes. over Julie. Yeah. Like, but bring Sean I, into this. What Sean hope? and Sierra both. What Where's think? hope? Mm. Where's hope? Yeah, they need we her. at least need a hope mention. Yeah. Felt, Y'all can't throw Rena Sofa a few coins. I felt so bad for Doug. He was trying to say, he was like, Marlena. Help. They can't throw her bold coins. <laughs> <laughs> I said a few, not bold. <laughs> oh. She can do like her ex-husband to collect a second check. Anyway. <laughs> anyway. <laughs> Ran a sofa. Um, Playing on the bold and beautiful. Um, who else? Who else? Who else? Who else? Hunter Tylo. Um, <laughs> I muted Tony so I can get that out. You can come back now, Tony. <laughs> anyway, <laughs> peace. Oh, um, she gonna cuss you out. <laughs> anyways, but it is weird that hope like Doug is literally sick at 96 years old and hope has not flown herself back to Salem it, 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 it it's weird to me they, that's a thread way they need to go ahead and put out there um yeah bring Sean Douglas Sierra's out of town so I'll give them some grace with that but last thing before we move on I really hope to get Doug at this hospital bed because it makes me uncomfortable. It makes me uncomfortable. The man, 96, mm. and they got him in the hospital bed. It, just, mm. it, it brings bad vibes to me. I get why he's there. I'm enjoying why he's there, but at the same time, in the back of my head, this is a little too close to the front porch, and I don't like it. So let's move on to the last story, shall we? My double is back and in full force, and she is absolutely overjoyed to be back in Marlena's luscious body. <laughs> John comes home and she tries to hide her demon side, and Marlena, well, my devil, is not happy to see the Bible or the priest collar. John is concerned by her reaction, but she plays it off. This has only just begun, and I cannot wait to see where it goes. Tony said that. So- yes, I did. <laughs> Oh my God! When Mardevil was not messing with the Bible, did <laughs> did Mardevil grab the collar and like it burned yes, her? It yeah, burned hey, her. I th- I'm like I thought I, I'm like am I hearing shit? First no. off, because <laughs> it was just it was just like this that uh, the what was it the Saint Michael's medal or the Saint Christopher's medal? Yeah, that used to burn her too. Yes. Okay. I just I'm not gonna lie. Yeah. I'm not gonna lie. I laughed at that part because it reminded me of when I accidentally burned my thumb when I tried to light my lighter. So <laughs> it was very fun to me. I really enjoyed that. Uh, you know, like I was watching the episode of Supernatural. <laughs> you know what I really loved? 
<laughs> and then that little hold on that little side effect with it burnt. Oh. <laughs> now, y'all didn't catch that. <laughs> now, you, do do the eyes, the demon eyes, give you supernatural feels, Nick? Because it does for me. Yeah, the only thing is they're not as bright. Like yeah. on um, on Supernatural, the eyes were a lot brighter, but it does give me that feel. Really? Because it was giving me Taylor Swift and cats. I've never Ew. seen that monstrosity, and I never will. <laughs> me either. I love Taylor, but no. Tay Lucifer, no pun intended. That's just what I call her. But hush. <laughs> what I did like, I don't know if you probably got, you probably noticed, but there was one moment or two, I think, whenever when Marlena and John were eating, and you could hear Devil's voice coming out. <laughs> More Devil was covering with the the handkerchief. Did you guys pick yep. up on that? Yeah, I picked up on it. My favorite part was when he talked, like, when he mentioned, like, I told Allie about the exorcist and she was confused because I was a priest. And then we found out that I really wasn't. And then she's like, yeah, you really had me fooled with that one. Like, yeah, I died. You're like, what'd you say? She's like, oh, nothing. Well, see, the part that was really funny to me personally, and I noticed little things like that, but did y'all see how Mardevil was eating that food? Mm-hmm. It, mm-hmm. it, li- it literally told me like spirit possession like ghoul actually going to a human body and actually being able to eat so <laughs> so i pick up on little things like that and i i'm going to commend deidre hall for making that like a she's having so much fun with this and yeah. you can tell in all you of her tell. press plus the way she's playing it like this is just so much fun and bill and bill and <gasps> susan hayes too are having so much fun Oh, yeah, praise yeah. the Lord. What? I, oh, the Raiders won. My bad, y'all. <laughs> Mute yourself when you're going to talk about football on a silver <laughs> podcast, sir. Now, now, see, I didn't think I was going to get that excited, but we went into overtime. <laughs> <laughs> I, I'm, I'm genuinely excited to see what Mardevil actually does. Like, she already put Doug in the hospital. What, what else is she going to do? Like, she, who is she going to harm? There's she's gonna, gonna encourage lot, people, I think, as well. Yeah, she's 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 gonna be pulling a lot of strings. I know at one point her arm's gonna be set on fire. Yep. What? Yep. <laughs> yeah, DJ said, said that, that in an interview. Her arm. Oh my god. <laughs> and we can find, we can say or we can sing. This girl is on fire. Literally, <laughs> and you better believe I'm gonna do that. <laughs> or oh, a video. Mm. I'm gonna do it. Yeah, I'm gonna take that scene, and I'm, I'm absolutely gonna do that. One hundred percent. No, but <laughs> we didn't mention it. But <laughs> when she was looking at herself at the mirror, oh my god, <laughs> that was so much fun. Oh my god, I just wish the voice was deeper. But still, <laughs> I was living. It was hilarious. It. it was so much fun. She's like. Oh my god. This- She's just having a blast. You could tell how much and the pa- is enjoying And the, the parallels that have been going all over the timeline from the original story to now with that scene with John's back, like with her mm. back to John in, in the devil eyes. And there's been a couple different ones going through the timeline this week. And it's just, oh, it's so much fun. Too bad so. Deidre won't free us from the shackles of pantsuit. But Get over it. Pantsuits during the <laughs> pantsuits in 1995 yep. too yeah she did but we got a little dress every now did and then did you see her pa- pantsuit in the promo that was mm, i loved it 
Yeah. <laughs> I think she was, I think it's the same pantsuit that was from Friday. No, it's a beige one. I think she changed, she has a green pound suit on the Friday's episode. And then in the promo, we see parts of her wearing the same outfit as she is now. But there will also be her, like, an outfit she wears where she has a beige pantsuit. And that looks good. Y'all keep talking about the voice. Dylan and uh, Michael, y'all watched Martin, right? Yeah. Did, do you remember Big Shirley's voice? <laughs> no. We're not doing this. <laughs> We're not doing that. <laughs> okay. Oh, God. Charlie. Oh. Nick has lost his mind. Like it sounds familiar. Even though I have to look in the cast credits to see if they actually credit anybody for the demon voice or if it's just Deidre's voice distorted. It's just I think because we can tell it's probably just a distortion. Yeah. I think well, it, no, it was... will be cool, like if the deeper into the possession we get, the deeper and stronger the voice. The, is. the pro, uh, the voice we heard in the promo was actually like really deep, and that's the voice I think that she used. Hopefully, like you said, Dylan, it would get like deeper and darker as as much as and... like the story progresses. But right now, you can still he- hear Deidre in. And, and we all agree that for, for whatever weeks this storyline is going to air, this is the storyline that needs to be promoted. Yeah. yeah. Most because or the stories that are intertwined. Tied to or, it. Yeah. Those are the, the stories that needs to be in the promo. Because that promo for next week was so freaking good. Mm-hmm. Oh, I, so I I don't know what happened with spoiler pictures from this website, but they're gone. Uh, Soap Pub is still doing them day by day, but NBC yeah. hasn't posted them in a couple of weeks. It's weird. Anyway, good story. I'm excited. I hope it continues to play as well as. It I has. hope she raises so much hell. I really Ooh. do. Same. Just destroy people's lives. Fuck it. Oh, up. she's gonna. She's <laughs> absolutely gonna. It's going to be a mess, and I'm here for it. I'm excited. Well, I'm looking forward to it. Um, maybe we'll see Marlena in the nightgown. Let it go. <laughs> I mean, I'm pretty sure she was levitating in a pantsuit. What? It was, pajama- mm-hmm. it was, pa- it was, it was pajamas. pajamas that were pants. It wasn't pajamas. I swear, I thought it was a pantsuit in the promo. It was the PJs. <laughs> we can't even get a gown no more. Lord, and she used to have such pretty gowns, beautiful gowns. <laughs> <laughs> Anyways, I guess we're moving on to our segments. I, I do not have a read for this week. Hmm. Because I skipped, I, I, I toned Chad out this week. Okay, you know what? We come to a special part of this program where. I give a quick little read to a special character who just really irks my nerves. This week is Chad Namira for existing. 
for existing. Apparently, your dog agreed. <laughs> I know that's right, baby. I know that's right. Yeah, Chad, why would you? I can't even mention the man name and the dog goes in. I know that's right, baby. Did your dog agree? I know that's right. She can't stand him either. Anyway, you're a terrible husband, Chad. That's all I have to say. Let's move on. <laughs> that's read enough because it's the truth. You're a terrible husband. Semi-decent father, but that's the best you can do with those two little fuckers. But <laughs> Anyway, what? Let's go. Let's go. <laughs> the good, the bad, and the ugly. Tony. My good is the entirety of Monday's episode of uh, the show Updates of Our Lives. Uh, that was possibly the best episode of Days since Ron took over. Like that, if I was, if somebody were to ask me what perfect soap was. It would be Monday's episode of Days. And I, I, my bad. I'll, I'll give you that one, even though it's 90% for me on perfect so because we can't afford music no more. Well, that's just because you have too high of a standard. But I live over here in reality where I can admit that this is perfect. <laughs> <laughs> now, my bad is, again, Jake and Gabby and this utter pointlessness. Like, why? Why are we doing this? Fix it, Jesus, or get it the fuck out of my face is basically where I'm at. And I don't have an ugly. The show was pretty good this week. I don't have an ugly. Okay, then. Grandpa. <laughs> okay. Ariet, we're just going to put the skip Uno down for him, man. <laughs> okay, uh, I'll, I, I'll go through mine quickly. Um, my good is really the possession story and like how it's playing out. I'm on the edge of my seat. I'm enjoying everything and how the other two main stories right now with Doug and then we have Paulina's secret. It's all connected and it's just playing really well. I'm also loving how they're using Ilani outside of them as a pairing. It's just so refreshing to see because not a lot of young pairings currently on the show have that. So I hope they keep it up. Um, the bad... Oh, I have one more good. The Chloe scenes. And that Chloe red braided for filth. That was good. I love the shift. I hope they keep that up as well. And the bad... Um, I would have to say it's not a scene or anything like that per se. It's how uneven, unbalanced the A stories are from the like B and C stories. Like for instance, the possession story is really good and those connected to that. But when we jump to the others, it's like a huge like jump. It's like really bad. They need to write better stories for the rest and balance it out more like I, I know we're getting there but it was really ah, I barely watched like I, I watched but like nothing stuck like I was watching and listening but one one thing went into one ear and out the others it was that bad so I need them to fix it 
and I ugly <laughs> I, I would I would have to say uh, Victor's comments I'm not here for them if that's the only way they're gonna use it's okay if they do something else but uh, no 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 so yeah those are my three good bad and ugly Dylan um, my good, I am really, really enjoying the possession story. And I think one of the things that I'm enjoying about it the most is that even if you didn't watch the original, they're doing a really good job of telling it in modern times for a modern audience. So people who maybe didn't get to see the first one can see this one and still enjoy it. So I'm, I'm really, really liking that. I'm also enjoying, um, I'm actually enjoying the Demira Mansion, which is usually where things go to go die. To die. <laughs> Hello, y'all can hear me now? Yes, yes, we can. Okay. <laughs> Someone had a senior mom. <laughs> I don't think these are broken. Uh, this is a, a work headset, but keep going. Okay, okay, hold on, hold on, hold on. So y'all that y'all ain't gonna sit here and play me like that damn sound like a senior moment. <laughs> now come on. <laughs> Continue, Dylan. I'm sorry. It's okay. Um, no, but like, yeah, I'm enjoying the things that are going down in the Demira Mansion. I'm enjoying like mm. the Chad EJ sibling rivalry. I'm enjoying Johnny just dragging his dad for filth every time they interact i'm enjoying getting to see johnny and chanel get closer like so far let me knock on some wood things in the demira mansion have been going well and that's usually not the case so telling you it's because we have the bigger version of the mansion back that little mansion (laughs) that little mansion is terrible and that little mansion is the vortex of suck but the big mansion gives us nice things <laughs> I just want Joanna Gaines to run through there real fast. I'm like, I am it. like I'm enjoying Abby. I'm just think good things are happening in the mansion. I'm liking that. This uh, this Jake is Jake and Gabby yeah. were enjoyable in that mansion, which they have not been enjoyable in months. Like fine, enjoyable. I like. I don't yeah, want I to like throw it. things at the television when they're on my screen. <laughs> I just want that lady from Love of the Listed to go through that mansion one time. Which one? The, the one who makes over the old house and they never choose her because they got a terrible budget. Anyway. <laughs> Hillary? Yes. Thank Jeff, you. I'm dirty. But, um, my, okay, my dad, I actually pretty much really enjoyed this week. And so, like, I don't have an ugly, but, and and really the only bad thing I have is just feeling like the whole, and feeling like they don't have an endpoint for Jake and Gabby, because it feels like they have them doing things just to do them and don't really know how to pivot them into a story. They don't have a point, be it beginning or end at all. It's just, yeah. they're just kind of there to be there. And I, you know, <laughs> I, I, I feel like they can do better. I don't know what they could do, but I just I want better. So that's 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 my good and bad, and I don't really have any. Grandpa, grandpa's asleep, but okay, okay. Um, I love a good umbrella story, and that's what 
the devil possession is. It's literally going to blow up the entire canvas. And it's already picking up most of the story. You have it's multi-generational. It's encompassing multiple different families at once. I'm just I'm just here for the ride. I got my popcorn if I can get it, even though I'm at work. Um and I'm just enjoying I'm so proud like of I'm, me. I'm on the edge of my seat for anything that happens in it. So just give it hopefully they don't mess it up. Like do it well because this is Deidre Hall. This is Drake Hogerson. They're the reason your show's probably still in the air. Don't fuck it up, Ron. He's never fucked up a story when it comes to them before. He's not going to start now. I hope so. Um, bad. Um, the aimlessness for Gabby and Jake. It's just, it's the bad and the ugly. Um, I don't really have too many ugly things. I really enjoyed most of the show. Even people I typically don't like, I enjoyed. Because they have them doing something that's worthwhile. So that's it. I'm so proud of me. Because when you said popcorn, I had a denture joke. Literally sitting there in the clip. But I put the safety on. And yet you mentioned it. So obviously... He, he, just, he doesn't get things like that, apparently. <laughs> The true growth would be not mentioning it at all. Exactly. <laughs> that the Lord is still working on. <laughs> okay, Got a long that. ass way, way Look, to go there. But you closer than me. Anyway. <laughs> <laughs> I'm so sick of your shit. I'm not, I'm not even old. Like, I'm not the oldest person on here. It's oh, you, goodness. then me, and then everybody else after that. <laughs> Oh, goodness. See, now I'm Nene Leaks. Why am I in it? (laughs) See you. I never said your name. (laughs) I said the rest is after that, but I didn't say no names. (laughs) Oh, my God. That's my Carly Correcto mentality. No, I'm going to add that. (laughs) Nene Leaks voice into this. Oh, my God. Anyways, that's my Carly Correcto's mentality. Just knowing I'm the youngest. Uh I have to go through you now. Anyways, oh, <laughs> uh, my good, bad, and ugly. My good, since everyone said possession, I'm going to say my personal good. Kate and Roman. Oh, I swooned. I melted. I enjoyed. I, finally, you don't normally watch the episodes till the weekend, but I made you watch that episode on Monday. This is a good way to start for him, too. It mm-hmm. was, because... Y'all know we started this podcast at the beginning of this year, and I have taken L after L after L, and not just on this show, on Bold, on the Y and R, on GH recently. I'm gonna get you for that, Peter. Anyways, <laughs> anyways, I, I really enjoyed it. Lauren and Josh really looks like they enjoyed it. They. I'm looking forward to it. I hope they don't screw me. My bad. I'm going to have to say sin, mainly because I didn't want to watch in the first place, but my love for this podcast kind of <laughs> shot me in the foot. And then my ugly. I'll oh, get you, Moose and Squirrel. The fact that they just don't have Boris and Tasha, I mean, Jake and Gabby doing anything. 
just really grinds my gears because you sat here and played in our faces for a year trying to get them together and now that they're together you don't have anything for them to do i think that's why they was dragging the story out <laughs> and you know what you that, makes, for them to do. that makes a lot of sense but we're going to move on to you're watching it wrong tony all right Mine isn't really a specific watching it wrong. It's just a general public service announcement. If you don't like a story and are therefore not watching a story, shutting the entire fuck up is free and encouraged. Please do so. Because these wrong takes that I keep seeing about how the the possession story is so bad because it doesn't use religion. I'm sorry. We had Julie praying to a rosary this week. We had a Bible voiceover from John this week. We've had so many religious mentions since this storyline got started. You're going to sit here and try and say that this story has nothing to do with religion. Just say you're not watching and shut the fuck up and go the hell away. And quite honestly, honestly, if they used it too much, they'll be complaining then. Just say you don't like John and Marlena and go. Or just say you don't like the possession and go. Just... Just go. Just go. Well, then, let's move on to Dylan, shall we? I actually don't have one because I was in my happy bubble this week. So, like, I I was not on message boards. I was not really in the sub Twitter streets. I was like, I was in my happy places and saw, I, I did not see mess. Well, I don't have one either because I was too busy in the GA streets cussing folks out. And what? <laughs> well, not cussing folks out, mainly cussing Peter out for burning down the Tano. But what a waste of energy that was, but okay. You're gonna leave the Tano alone. And I plus, will the fuck not. And then for the later half of the week, I had COVID. Then I was over here trying to find Kelly Price. It, it was a lot of <laughs> What? I wasn't ready. I didn't know you were gonna say that. Look, if I could leave this room, I would have got a bloodhound and drove to Cobb County myself. Anyways, so I don't have one either. Ari, yet you're watching it wrong. So I, at first I had one, then I switched it because I had discussion with this person, but then I saw another, and it's you really don't need especially when it comes it's about flowy and broey both of these pairings like i respect broey like i've said many 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 times i'm not going to minimize the impact they had on like bro brady's impact and chloe and whatnot and like their history i'm not going to minimize that so i'm seeing how people are out there calling flowy fans delusional and saying uh, Philip didn't matter to Chloe or whatever. It's fine. You don't need to ship them, but please know the history. Philip was Chloe's first love. That's how it played. Brady, quote unquote, was her true love. You don't need to minimize either of these ships to just because you like a pairing. Like you can still respect the history and have preferred pairing in the story and it's it's really annoying me because i'm seeing a lot of minimizing and it's not it like no 
please don't do that because we've all most of us have seen everything play out and we've seen how much Philip matters to Chloe. We've mm-hmm. seen how huh? Yeah, most of y'all. I wasn't I, well, I was yeah, around. but I'm I'm just saying but... <laughs> I'm just saying we've seen the only street I was trying to watch was Sesame around that time. Yeah. So <laughs> like we've seen how much both of these guys have mattered to Chloe. And even later on when she was an adult, that she's had a connection with Philip. She's had a connection with Brady. Don't downplay them because you have a preferred pairing. Like I'm not gonna sit here and say Broy wasn't the thing or Chloe never loved him because I've seen it play out. She married him. But I'm still going to have my preferred pairing. I'm just gonna, not going to minimize them. I don't need to do that because I think Chloe speaks for itself. Like the pairing speaks for itself. I don't need to minimize the other pairing for, to make Chloe seem like the better one. You don't need to do all of that. Just just respect them and like did chloe and philip ever get married no no okay i'm just checking i knew they didn't but i had to check because philip had again that's the closest we've seen of a chloe wedding but like that was never a wedding they took our they took our chloe baby away from us because again i remember that time but again i was only like so redacted by authority of the fbi Years old, so <laughs> yeah, so, so that, is, that is my watching a wrong. Stop it, please. <laughs> Thank you. That was a good one, though. Um, who's next? Oh, yeah, grandpa. I had a senior moment. <laughs> mm, your age is truly showing now. Um, watch and it's still younger wrong. than you. Remember that? Not that much. This um, ain't Phaedra. <laughs> <laughs> I don't have a watching it wrong. The first week, first full week of work has kicked my ass. I wasn't on Twitter a lot at all. Um, y'all probably did some terrible shit, said some terrible shit. Stop it. So you're Listen. at work. So you're where I was last week. Okay. <laughs> the, the, the thing is, I've been working from home since last July. So coming back in, it's been an adjustment and it's been hell. I don't like it. I want to come back home. <laughs> <laughs> my laptop back i can do this shit from home which home nursing or oh, assisted living sir. Uh, <laughs> you are not seeing heaven you are <laughs> my, home gonna, my home gonna my home gonna be jail because i'm gonna whoop your ass <laughs> with the arthritis <laughs> anyways you're gonna keep it Y'all, up you're gonna come, come up missing because they killed michael <laughs> Well, clearly he doesn't know how to work technology, but we'll see if he can use the GPS. Thanks for your um watching the round grounds. And that is the end of our podcast. Remember, folks, keep doing it like it's your B day. And remember, save a horse, ride the Maverick. Your back ain't My- tired yet. <laughs> Don't you have a Cialis to pop? Anyway. <laughs> Anyways, cut the music already. Cut the music. We won this round. Bullshit.